0: back. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Queer Quadrant, a podcast where we, two bisexual filmmakers, examine cinema in all its cultural contexts and explore why your favorite four-quadrant blockbuster is maybe not as straight as you think it is. In
1: 1878, the first quote-unquote film was ever made. In 1903, the first action film was released. In 1914, the first comedy was released. In 1929, Technicolor was invented. And in 2018, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again was released in cinemas. Those are the important milestones in cinematic history,
0: Brooke. I'm so mad at you right now, but also I can't necessarily be mad because that was a lot of thought and effort that went into. Uh,
1: <laughs> a thought and effort. Uh, let's see. We're recording, not to behind the scenes, so we're recording at 2 p.m. right now. At 1.58 p.m., I Google, important moments in film history. In cinema history. <laughs> and now we're here.
0: It's fine. Anyways. Uh, we will be telling our stories about seeing mm. these movies because that's right, folks. Today we're covering not one, but two musical comedy set how the fuck do we
1: title so i was thinking about this in terms of titling the episode because it's usually like x movie and x movie with you know um but because it's like mamma mia exclamation point and then so it would be would it be like mamma mia exclamation point and mamma mia exclamation point here we go again or do we do just mamma mia's parentheses
0: Exclamation um, point! I don't want to litigate this on Mike because I feel like nobody is going to be interested in it. <laughs> I but I know. think it should be "Mamma Mia!" Exclamation And for Sand, "Mamma Mia!" Colon. Here we go again! Exclamation point.
1: Okay. Interesting, Flynn. What would you say?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Can you fit like both, or is that too? Long? I think I, mean, I think we you can, can do, do it.
1: Sure, fit both. It would just. I don't be, want like, you to do like "Mamma Mia" ever.
0: parentheses s. That makes no sense. <laughs> like "Mamma Mias." <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, okay. Well, wow. there we go. Shut There's down. the lead. Today we're talking about "Mamma Mia!" exclamation point and "Mamma Mia." Uh, also exclamation colon, point. Here we go again, exclamation point. Um, the best cinematic universe possibly ever created. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And we are joined by Flynn Slicker, social media manager for Letterboxd, the one and only, uh, sporting a very nice Letterboxd mic, I must say. Oh, thank you. This is not a visual medium, but if you've watched any red carpet interview with Letterboxd, you know the one. It's famous. We we might need to get QQ. Our mics? branded mics but yeah more
2: importantly than the mics it 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 truly is a pleasure to have you and
0: thank you in advance for choosing this double feature
2: Oh, i'm so excited i'm like always forcing people to talk about these two movies with me so this is like a dream come true to do this for an hour and a half or two hours, however long. I could go all day.
1: I think it's going to be like a seven hour episode. So yeah, we bu- can just get cozy. Up. I have a pizza coming halfway through. <laughs>
2: it's going to be great.
0: Actually, so it is is—it is not 2 p.m. where I am. I'm on the East Coast. So it's, huh, it's five o'clock somewhere. But in honor of the entire cast apparently being mm. blitzed during the filming of this movie, these movies, I have mm. a glass wow. of white wine. Ceremonious wine. That's so beautiful. that could pair oh, well with that. the pizza that's coming.
1: Uh yeah, I have tea. It too water, PM. so. <laughs> okay, now while wow, we're really getting, like, I have water in context. That, like people are like, like, "I'm here for the Mamma Mia movies. I can't wait to hear conversation about it." Let's lead off about title conversations. What are we drinking? What are we drinking Let's today? Discuss. And what
0: kind of microphones do we mm-hmm. want?
1: These are the important questions. I think like this is a, a monumental moment for us because we saw this movie together. Correct?
0: No, we did not. Fuck. I thought we saw Mamma Mia 2 together. <laughs> we Son did not. Bitch. But I remember very clearly hearing about your experience seeing Mamma Mia. Here we go and mm. here we go again in theaters. A mm-hmm. an experience that I was unlucky enough to not
1: Why did have. you not come? Were you not in LA? Is that why?
0: Um yeah, it was released in July or sorry, yeah. yeah it July was released 2018. in yeah. July of twenty eighteen. I don't think I was here.
1: Woof. Okay. Well, that, that, I was going to say that we had such or a beautiful bonding moment that night, and I'm now realizing I, that we didn't. I
0: might have been home. I definitely didn't mm. see it with you, though, because I remember well, Jordan a whole event. Yeah. Jordan posted about like dancing up and down the aisles no, 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 in no, no, the no, theater.
1: No, 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 no. Close enough. The theater I was dancing. We, however, so it was like, we went to this, like a bunch of, we got a bunch of friends. We all went to the screening and then we all got drunk and then there was an ABBA night happening that night. So we then like went to that. So it felt like oh, that's we were living dream. in the movie. It was incredible. Yeah. That's
0: pretty, pretty yeah. unbeatable. And
1: it was like my first year living in LA as well. So I'm like, life is good. I'm not jaded. Yeah, I feel like this is
2: LA all the time. Right. Yeah.
1: And then you live in LA I'm for like, going two die. years. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, I want to die every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Anywho,
1: how did you... Yeah, so when did you see this movie then?
0: Me? Yeah. Because yeah. um, if, if you I, didn't see it together. <laughs> yeah, I I saw it, uh, I think, on a plane. Mm. And it was great. I had an amazing time. I am brave enough to admit that I was sort of meh about Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, initially, until I saw it, and okay. then, then my life was changed. But I was like, I don't know. like, Oh, like do we going really in need? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. do we really need a second oh, one? Okay. I'm not that excited. Yeah, sure. But then once I saw it, I was like, this is a masterpiece. And I think, seriously, every time I've watched it since then, it has only gotten better. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't like when people rag on these movies for not being good or not because they legitimately have everything that makes a movie good and I think that people discount them as being frivolous or if they like them or like you're so you hate joy if you don't like this movie and it's like no but I actually think these are well-crafted films just because the plot is kind of ridiculous doesn't mean (laughs) that it's not a well well well-crafted movie
3: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah no I I, look I think. You don't have to convince me, baby. I think these are fucking amazing. <laughs> people just
2: don't like fun that don't like these movies. It's as um, as simple as that. It's just you just don't like having fun.
1: Sorry, you don't want to like live on an island and wear overalls and drink with Meryl Streep and or a bunch of other people. Like, it seems like a great time to me.
0: Jordan is rocking overalls today.
1: Look, I had to come In thematically honor, appropriate. Oh, you know? I should have. Uh... I am disappointed by you both, and that's okay.
0: I don't own overalls. I it's only because I'll never look as good as Lily James in them. Yep. I know that I can never live up to her. She the
1: It's crazy. It's,
0: Brooke, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah,
2: I like watching it and I was like, I don't know if I want to be her or be with her. That was like the entire mm-hmm. movie was like that. I just mm-hmm. I was obsessed with her for I mean, still, obviously. But like specifically in this movie for so long after. I mean it's five years later and I'm still like oh
0: my Every she's time such I watch a it, movie star.
2: I I know I was
0: trying to see what she's done since and what she has coming up, and I do feel like it's very difficult to be a 30-something movie star right sure. now. Um, but oh my god, she is a star. I wanna see it's... her in more stuff. It's not like I didn't know about her before this I've been a fan of her for a very long time but I feel like this totally like unlocked
2: something yeah Yeah. yes I was just gonna say I was thinking about well her yesterday because I knew that I was gonna be doing this podcast today and I rewatched yesterday which Mm. is a movie that I love like it's just so good and people rag on it so much and I never understand why it's like a perfect movie, and she's like so cute in it. And she has like her little dresses, and she's so like British. And I'm like, oh, god. this is such a she's safe perfect. space
1: for yesterday, yeah.
2: At least, <laughs> thank god, you know, Jordan and yesterday are very close
0: to each other. No, it's great, it's very charming, it's so cute, yeah. yeah. She's Danny amazing, Boyle,
1: King, go I mean, to the sauce.
0: T is, I realized that we introduced uh Flynn, but we'd never introduced ourselves, mm. oh, so mm. I- I'm Brooke Solomon, Jordan Gustafson, and Mamma Mia. we're jet setting to Greece, baby.
1: I think there's like a lot of ways that we can approach this. And obviously, like, I think we can just kind of skip the plot because I think everyone knows what happened. It's like, oh, my God, I have three dads. Who's my dad? It doesn't matter. We're a happy family, you know? Yes. But I feel like when you watching these two back to back, I don't know if like you did that, Brooke. Or, I did. OK, it's. So, I mean, I'm glad we're covering both of them because I don't think you can cover just one without talking about the other and the way in which they're communicating and also completely not because the second movie is kind of just like, the first movie exists, but like fucking forget about it and just completely goes on a different timeline than anything that happens in the first movie. I going to
2: bring that up because it's, it's just like not consistent at all. That's no. why I don't watch them back to back because it like pisses me off. And like, if I watched it, back-to-back back, I would just be like this is so annoying I cannot
1: it's crazy
0: well Flynn before we get into it I want to ask did you watch Mamma Mia Here We Go Again in theaters mm. were you excited were you ready because I this that movie weirdly I feel like everyone loves Mamma Mia OG but then that movie was not for everybody the sequel somehow mysteriously
2: Fucked. yeah I I just, like, grew up watching Mamma Mia a lot with my family, specifically my sisters and my mom. Um, And my mom just, like, resembles Donna so much that we just, like, love that movie and, like, cherish it so much. So going into when this was announced, I was, like, there was, it was announced that the cast, like, Josh Dylan, Lily James, all of them, and I, like, looked them up on Instagram, followed them all, and was, like, <laughs> looking at the photos that they were posting before it even came out. And I was so excited. Like, I don't think I had ever been this excited for a movie to come out. And then I watched it in theaters, and I was just, like, blown away. Loved it so much. And I think I watched it three more times in theaters. That's
0: so I was awesome.
2: obsessed. Like, And as soon as it came out on VOD, I, like, bought it on my Amazon Um because I feel like back then movies would like hit theaters and then like stay in theaters for like six weeks and then come on VOD like six months later. Yeah, that was the longest time of my life just waiting <laughs> for it to come out and like watch it again. I've seen it so like both movies. I've seen them so many times like can't even count. But yeah, I think Mama Mia is in my top four. Like the first one. It's like your first, mm. your four faves. Yeah, it it's like status. Yeah, I I think I when I first got Letterboxd, I was like, I don't want to put mommy in my top four because that like doesn't look cool or whatever. But now I'm just like accepting it and it is cool. Like I yeah, it was just cool. insufferable back then. But like it's so cool to have it in your top four. I think it's it's just like the best movie ever. And I think it kind of interchanges with Uncle Boon Me, which is like my actual yeah. like favorite movie. But that one is like the other side of my personality is Mamma Mia. so That is what we call range right there. <laughs> I know. It's like the slowest movie ever and like the like just get up and dance movie.
1: So you prefer 2008 Mamma Mia to 2018 Mamma Mia. Is that correct?
2: I do just because of the nostalgia behind it and mm. like growing up watching it so much. But I don't know. I think the second, I mean, we can get into this later, but I think the second one has like some scenes that I don't love Mm.
3: um
2: I think like the news story is a like when I rewatch it sometimes is a little bit boring I don't want to like I agree I don't know I don't want to shit on it but like no I I agree with
0: you
1: like the Amanda Seyfried stuff
2: yeah yeah and Sky like the the why are she every time fighting
0: it sense. I don't know
1: but but old parker said you want to see a serve when they're singing back to back on the wall and the camera dollies from room to room and i was
0: like it is a serve but there's no reason there's no reason that they can't just be missing each other i assume it's so that they can sing both angel eyes and um uh one of us but i don't one of us is not real high in my mm,
2: average I skip games. it every time I rewatch it. <laughs> Whoa.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. no.
2: Okay. I've seen it, but at this point, like, maybe 100 times. So, like, okay. so you I think can, you I have, have a right, have to, right to, skip to skip it. You know, like, yeah. maybe if I had only watched it, like, a couple times, then, like, just, like, I would stick through it. But, yeah. At this point, I'm just like, I don't need to see this again. It's not that yeah. good. It's really not. No.
1: But Brooke, do you have a preference of the two?
0: I think also the first one, because, yes, I. But you know, I'm not saying I'm not. If you disagree, that's that's fine. But I oh, agree. Boy, that. do I. The second one <gasps> has I don't I don't love it as hmm. much as the first one. I also think like what is so wonderful about the first one is it's kind of deeply romantic. Yeah, um, it's kind of hot. It's it's, it's hot. hot. I'll say it. It is. It's the your scene? love on me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
1: I mean, I mean, Christine Baranski herself, I feel like is exhuming and... a sexuality that has not yet existed yes. in uh, a form.
0: I think like just for the simple fact that Christine Baranski does not get a solo song in the second movie. Immediately. Kind I know. Of mocks. Yeah. It pays one, but
1: she does have that bit where she keeps interrupting Julie Waters, where she's like singing before in Angel Eyes. Yes, that oh yeah, Chef's Kiss, and I feel like she is in Mamma Mia 2008. She's giving milf energy, like she is. There is a mother has never mothered so hard in that movie, and in Mamma Mia 2, I feel like it's much more of a like I'm comforting. You know, like she doesn't need. She's like bolster, bolster. Plus, you then you get the three boys. Which is also a huge addition, but and of then, the three
0: boys, only oh. one of them is worth our time. I would Okay, argue. wait. I love to know who. Uh,
1: disagree, big Bill. disagree.
0: Wait, who? I I know it's kind of basic to be like young Bill is the only good one, but <laughs> oh, but like he's up there, like at the top. He's yeah. Is he a fuckboy? boy? Yes. Would I fall for it? Absolutely. fucking what, do, what does Are it mean ca- like, that I?
1: On. I am so I mean like obviously like, like young Bill Hot for sure and has my second favorite song, but Young Harry yeah. IMO, I was like, that's representation, <laughs> baby.
0: <laughs> well, Jordan, I think we all know why. What? That <laughs> is. What?
1: He's so cute. It's so charming. He I'm like, do- look yeah. at this
0: little this little
1: boy. He just it's, wants that's, to hold that's hands. The
0: most Jordan thing I have <laughs> ever. Sorry. Ever.
1: But but he's like the Waterloo sequence, like that. What
0: I get? A sword fight.
1: Like the Waterloo into why did it have to be me, like one, two combo pack is the highlight, I think, of this franchise. Like, I don't think it gets better than that,
0: in my opinion. That's so funny. I would say something completely different, but Hmm. that's why Mamma Mia is wonderful because everyone. I do think it's one of those. Um, you know, movie,
2: should I call it a franchise? It's one of those Absolutely. franchises
0: where everyone has a different moment that gets them going. Of course, yeah.
2: We're also hoping that there's going to be like a third, a fourth of it, like, so it's the franchise. Right.
0: There is allegedly a third, and I think I, Meryl Streep I'm has like, said that she's she's back in, and she's like, from I the think dead. we're just going to do Donna's twin sister or something. I think they're going to keep I leaning into that, the, the ridiculous So opera aspect of it which they definitely should
1: yes yeah I mean of course like you had Stellan Skarsgård like in the second one Stellan Skarsgård has a twin who is just Stellan Skarsgård so you know it's fine like lore it can keep going
2: yeah
0: it's it's technically been been confirmed by the producers that Mm. Mamma Mia 3 is happening but producers confirm stuff all the time that then doesn't yeah
2: like Big Little Lies has been the season three has been going around rumors for a long time and that's Probably never could happen. Yeah. No. Sad.
1: There's no way. Okay. Well, now that we have gotten our disagreements out of the way, which I think is beautiful, and I understand, and I see you, I hear you, I respect you, uh, do we want to go start with 2008 and then go to 2018? Just Definitely, to have yes. some sort of yeah. linear progression? I have no idea when the fuck I first saw Mamma Mia 2008 completely gone from memory. I feel like F, the only thing I remember is like, knowing ABBA, having my father be like, oh, my God, I hated ABBA growing up. Because oh, my of o- course. Like, yeah, like f- the most fatherly thing to happen. And then me <laughs> secretly being like, ABBA, this Swedish band is cooking. I like everything that they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I truly don't remember. Do you, Do either of you remember when you first saw the first one?
0: I think my college roommate showed it to me. I went through a very pivotal time where I think Was I watched the like, gay, like 50 of the most iconic movies for the girls and the gays that I had that never sense. seen. Where they were just like Jennifer's Body, Heather's, Jawbreaker, Blair Witch, Scream, Mamma Mia. She's the man, like everything, just like bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. I can't believe you haven't seen any of these like movies for the girls. Um, so I think I, I'm pretty positive that Mama Mia was part of that. And before I, Flynn, you will not believe this. Jordan, you will definitely believe this. Before yeah. I had seen Mama Mia, I really had no like idea who ABBA was or any sort of like really?
2: cultural. Wait, in college? Yeah. Well,
1: Brooke Brooke hadn't Brooke had only seen like 3 movies going into college and then grew up <laughs> I, on, like, a, so, I grew
0: like, up, I grew up on a farm in New Hampshire and it was okay. as stereotypical backwoods <laughs> as you would expect.
2: Well, then that that makes sense, I guess. Yes. But,
0: yeah. But, like <laughs> the biggest fan, I mean, I know. Yeah, I, could I know. See. We just I could see that though. We just did not listen to them. Like I think that when I watched Mamma Mia, I recognized a couple. Of, like I recognized Dancing Queen. You're like I I g- I've heard like, of yeah, yeah. Dancing Queen before. Yeah, of course. But I, I did not have a, a like sense of who the band was or what okay. they had done in terms of Eurovision, um, and. Then and like the mu- like you- did you know listened- about like the musical
1: either because like no, the musical started I in like 1999 and it, I know. it's
0: freaking huge I I know I know for whatever reason that my my knowledge of theater was really shaped by what theater came to New Hampshire mm. and Mamma Mia didn't for some mysterious reason. it's Mama listen Mia. it's fucked. okay? I acknowledge it. It's yeah. a problem. Um but I loved it and then I w- would watch the movie regularly and that soundtrack was always going I remember really distinctly basically like sprinting around Boston because I was so amped up by the Mamma Mia soundtrack
1: I mean times. I did, did I we were well obviously we obviously were friends but I don't know like I don't know if I ever tweeted about it but my Spotify wrapped in 2018 like all my tops were all from Mamma Mia really which oh, is like was well, because re- it became like sense. my like my gym your and personality just like life workout thing so it was like oh yeah. i'm running well here we go it's a mamma mia song blah, it's perfect blah, blah. Yeah, it makes it's, sense.
0: it's perfect flynn how about you do you remember when you watched this
2: i must have watched this like the year it came out or like the year after because we got the dvd i mean so it came out in 2008 so i was seven <laughs> so i don't like really remember watching it for the first time and being like wow because i wasn't like I mean, my seven year old brain probably wasn't processing things. No, like you that, knew. But you knew you were watching a masterpiece. I think yeah, my subconscious was like, I'm gonna be on a podcast one day talking about this movie. <laughs> the um,
1: Queer Quadrant? What is that?
2: Oh,
3: geez.
1: I just
2: knew. Um, but I listened to ABBA growing up. Like, I feel like they were the first band I ever like remember listening to. My mom would just like play them all the time. Um, so we just loved I mean, we would go on a lot of road trips growing up, like, across the country, and we lived in Oregon, so, like, we would go down to California to visit relatives and stuff, and we had, like, the portable DVD player in our car, and it was, be- like, me and my two sisters in the back of the car just, like, watching movies on our portable DVD player, and, like, Mommy was always the one that I was like, let's put this on. It'd be so fun just, like, watching in the back of the car on road trips and stuff, but... I don't know I feel like in high school is when I really was like okay this is my favorite movie ever but growing up it was always I don't know how to explain that but I think I didn't realize it until then and then like in the past couple years um I revisited it and was like this is just my absolute favorite movie ever it's like the most comforting movie it reminds me so much of my childhood it's just like everything put into one and Mm. it's like one of my favorite bands they were my fifth top artists I think this year was a wonderful so so it's perfect like it's anything I could want in a movie just like wrapped in one so yeah I just love it so much I cannot like I I think it, talking about it I think
0: it kind of is the ultimate for the girls and the gays movie it's so joyful it pisses yeah. off straight men which yes. is obviously a requirement for any movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> um that can get that um, distinction and yes, like it's it's so joyful, it's so ridiculous in the best way, and like I, I truly mean that as a compliment. I don't mm. mean that it that's a feature, not a bug. For sure, um, it's like it just makes you happy. I think that this movie invokes a, an emotion that's very difficult to get authentically mm. from a movie that's not brought on by something like nostalgia. Um, Yeah. Like, I think it's very difficult to get pure unbridled joy from a movie just driven by the viewing experience. And of course, like, people are bringing their knowledge of ABBA and stuff like that to the table and like, oh, we would all love to live on a beautiful Greek island with beautiful hot people around us. But like... I I came into this with nothing and I was like, oh my God, Mm. where has this movie been all my life? It just, it really packs a punch and I don't think a lot of movies pack that same sort of emotional, specific emotional cocktail. Mm. Yeah. Very heady things to say about Mamma Mia, but am I wrong? I
1: think there's like a lot, like not to like, I don't want to like jump ahead to like our overall thoughts on queerness or anything like that, but I think what you were kind of talking about, like how it is for the girls and the gays is inherently like cooked into both like the substance of what makes the movies like, you know, z- good. And also I think like what makes ABBA good where there is like obviously an inherent queerness to ABBA and like, like whether that be like the clothes that they wear and sort of like this joyous camp that and I know camp is being thrown around quite a lot recently, but like there is something campy about ABBA. Um, and even though like they are all heterosexual, like within the band, there's that like, all of them are in a relationship, which I think weirdly like adds something to like the queers loving it. And there's like a, cause it's like the gender parity and equality. Like there was never like a front man to ABBA. It's like, yes. it's the band themselves. Yeah. So it makes sense that like ABBA becomes like this gigantic queer band. And then you just throw that into like a movie series and Broadway, of course, like literally originating on Broadway, but like you throw it into a show that is all about like female empowerment. Like, open sexuality and everything and it makes complete sense that this would be a hit for like the girls and the gays like it's its literally like in the cocktail saw like there's nothing that you can't get around that it would work for this community at least that's what yeah. i think but
0: yeah yeah and eurovision in, in and of itself i always am <laughs> yeah. kind of impressed with mm. how i started watching eurovision in late college i have a friend who's from Greece and was like Brooke. I can't believe you've never watched Eurovision. She and I actually marathoned Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia two back to back mm. with a lot of Uzo and Greek food. Um, it was wonderful. And then we watched Eurovision like the next weekend. Um,
1: but does she know who her dad is? Uh, Are there like three potentials you know, or?
0: I've I find it a sort of gauche to ask. Mm, mm, okay. You know, her culture is not a costume. Sorry. Yeah. So thank Sorry for asking. You speak. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's, I can't, I truly cannot believe that Europe has gotten away with Eurovision. And again, I say that as a compliment. I turned it on. I was like, this is crazy. This is, It's nuts. Peop- everyone watches this. We don't have this anything is, like that over here. We have the Miss America pageant.
2: We've like, what's the, <laughs> I don't know if that's only in movies, but the band what's it called? Something band. Battle of the Bands? Battle of the Bands. <laughs> American Idol. <laughs> the
0: Voice. <laughs> I feel like that's like the closest stuff that we yeah. have. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. This is a side note, but what's the band that was in Eurovision recently? Måneskin? Monis- yeah, Meneskin? yeah. I
0: think I think it's oh Måneskin.
2: Everyone in that just the most beautiful humans I've ever seen. Talk just, about a bunch of hot
0: gays. It's just, it's just like hot, like punk rock Italian yeah. gays who almost never wear people. any clothes and low key do coke, um, like at Eurovision and make it the only way on to stage. Do it's, it's so, it's, I saw them win. It was amazing.
1: I had no, this is a kind of a big reveal to me. I didn't know that you were such a Eurovision stan.
0: Only recently, and I don't, I've never had cable, so I was like only watching it at my friend's house. I have now, I have no idea what I'm going to do this year. I have no idea how to access it. Flynn, do you watch watch Eurovision?
2: No, I only know like ABBA and... Moniskin? Moniskin? Yeah. Uh, ABBA is is truly the only
1: Eurovision thing I know. (laughs) So.
0: I mean, that's basically all that I know too, but I like watching it. Yeah. yeah, you're there for the vibes. Church is there for the vibes.
1: I don't know when, like, how musically you are, but on the pod, we are both musical fans, and we've talked about a lot of musicals. Yeah. I feel like Mamma Mia, and I'll, I'll and, you know, I'll go on the record and say it. I think it is the best jukebox musical. Yes. In terms of movies, I prefer Moulin Rouge except I'm kind of disqualifying that from a jukebox musical camp because I feel like it blends songs in such a way that it becomes something entirely unique unto itself specifically the movie whereas like I think the stage show is much more jukebox like musically um, yes. but looking at jukebox musicals there aren't a ton that I like love per se and I feel well, like
0: it is really hard to make them actually work. The fun thing is that like old movies used to just jukebox musicals like sing in the rain and an american in paris like stuff like that just are jukebox musicals
1: but um i'm I'm talking like state like more like state. no i know but i
0: think i think that when it like transitioned over to Mm. not only a specific just like pre-existing songs but a pre-existing artist right because i think that's doubly hard is to do what mamma mia does and have it be all music from one artist and that's why i think
1: seeking susan the jersey boys things like that yeah
0: yes yeah there's so many now i know i'm i'm in i'm in the wikipedia for mm. jukebox musicals there's so many i also don't think it should really count if it's like a biopic of a person and uses their mj one i agree yeah or there's like a really great actually Patsy Klein musical but that's just it, hey listen Patsy <laughs> yeah. Cline fucks she fucks
1: okay she rocks. <laughs> okay Verensky. <Kirstine> Varansky <laughs> um, uh, what well, yes, do you exactly have like a favorite like, though MJ the musical. like isn't like I think it's like this an American idiot revealing for myself that I would probably say that but are like the only mm, two that I'm I like
2: I think probably this and Jagged Little Pill
0: Oh,
1: that's what it was, Jackie Little Pill. Thank you. I
2: feel like I haven't seen a lot now that you guys are talking about it. I'm like, I've never seen Milan Rouge, which is like super... Uh, you gotta. Like, well, the mov- wait,
1: the movie or the, the stage show? Either. Oh, interesting. Which
2: <laughs> Which do I watch?
1: The, oh, the movie. The movie is like a five-star heart banger masterpiece. The show... I mean, kinda, Nicole. Yeah. I mean, it's... We, we talked about it on the podcast. It's the hottest either of them have ever looked... It's kind of yeah. insane.
2: It's it's pretty amazing. It's been on my watch list and like I will make immediate watch lists on Letterboxd just to like know what I should watch like right now. And it's been like rotating on all my immediate watch lists like since I've been making them and I haven't watched it still. And I'm like every time I think about it, I'm like mad at myself that I haven't watched it. But I'm like, when is it like when's the right time? You know what I mean? Like, do I watch it now or like later on? And then it like means something. Else. I don't know. Well, we can stop the podcast
1: now. You can go watch it and then then come come back. back. I
0: I highly recommend. (laughs) Um, I've heard. I've always wanted to watch Xanadu the movie. Mm. Um, which is uh, (laughs) and obviously, Desperately Seeking Susan is pretty sick, but I've never, I've never seen it. Um, but it sounds sick because I love Blondie and um, I she's great. I have always maintained that I really want there to be a Lady Gaga jukebox musical because something that I think is not often discussed with jukebox Mm. musicals another reason why mamma mia weirdly works really well Mm. is that there should really be some sort of narrative in the song to help along your musical and i think that mamma mia here we go again runs into trouble because of this like we were talking about with sky and sophie being in a fight specifically so they can use a couple of songs um it works though. <laughs> I think it's great. I don't think it works very well. What? <laughs> I just want them to be in love. Um, yeah. We can have a Dominic Cooper corner later. Uh, do I we? Have a, do we need that? I have a soft spot for him because I love um, Preacher, ah,
3: that
1: and makes I so much also
0: sense. love. Agent Carter. I was literally which he's in. <laughs> Brooke,
1: my fucking notes, were like I wrote little things for everyone, and my Dominic Cooper has literally three things in it. It's just preacher and education, and ask Brooke about Agent ask Carter. Ask
0: Brooke about Agent Carter. Well, I'm here to tell you,
1: is he good in it? Is he? Yeah, hot? he's
0: great. Well, great. you remember Captain America: The First Avenger? How he's just in it.
1: He's Daddy Stark, right? Yeah.
0: Wait, <laughs> what? And, yeah, he plays. Howard Stark, and then they um, change it oh. to Tony Stark's to, father the,
1: to Mad Men guy. Yeah, right, John, John Slattery. Slattery. Yeah. yeah,
0: when but he's like he's like young, hot Howard Stark, and then he right. continues that role in Agent Carter. He's great. He's like he plays like a cocky motherfucker so mm. well, which is why he's great in preacher, because um, he plays like a hot, jaded preacher, chain smoking priest who gains this power to like basically tell people something and they have to do mm. what he says uh he's so good in it he's so sexy is he good um, in these?
1: that's the yeah. question he's
0: okay. better in the first one. Oh, by for sure. about oh, oh okay. mile. Yeah. i mean when he's like <laughs> crawling yeah. on the beach
1: to amanda seyfried like oh my yeah. god
0: i mean he's sexy
1: yeah he's
2: yeah he's really he hot yeah uh, his little maybe... like necklace yeah <laughs> it's the best
0: vibes before we move off of jukebox musicals, I just want to say that Yesterday is technically classified as a jukebox musical. Um, True. It just has to be produced for stage and then it will like officially be considered like up there with Let It Be, like another Beatles jukebox musical.
1: Well, they could never put it on the stage because I think it would be too popular because everyone knows that he made those songs, you know? So like...
0: Yeah. right.
1: Yeah. I'll get there. Come back to so me in like funny, 20 Jordan. minutes. It's there. The Yesterday um, thing is cooking.
0: Anyway, uh, Lady Gaga. That would be great. musical. When? I mean,
1: you could do like a Joanne musical in of itself. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, but like picture if it's like the rise and fall of some sort of interesting pop star. She doesn't a even have to born. be a singer. Yeah. Like what if it's like some weird, twisted, Gaga-fied A Star is Born, and then she has like her country era.
1: So is this like if the idol was good? Sort yes.
0: Of? Great okay. take. Oh, okay. God.
1: I see you. Sorry to invoke. Not the idol. Sorry to yeah, invoke.
0: You shouldn't have. Um, uh, anyways, right. back to, back to Mama Mia. Mamma I mean, Mia, two thousand and eight. Yes, we're in Greece. Everyone is drunk. No one was sober. No. The entire production. That's that's uh, an exaggeration. However, literally, like every photo of from the filming yes. of this and from the rap party photos from Mama Mia, it's so good. Two thousand and eight. Flynn, I assume you know the rap party photos. You must. I've
2: probably seen them, but like. I can't picture I'll, I'll, what they look like. I'm gonna show you one. We'll we'll definitely okay. tweet it because mm-hmm.
0: good lord. Everyone just looks absolutely like blitzed. Yes. I mean,
2: if you're in Greece with like a bunch of young, hot people, I mean, I think Dominic and Amanda were dating during this. Oh this, my god, I've not seen
1: that. That's crazy christine oh i
2: love that wait I, love that. I mean i didn't
1: i did not know that they were dating that's huge that makes they, sense. Yeah.
0: wait yeah am i wrong that okay. chemistry yeah. is palpable
2: okay. i mean yeah it's real but then obviously amanda was like married to someone else when they filmed the second mm-hmm. one so and Probably that maybe
0: oh my god maybe that's Dude, why like they're only together for like five minutes he was like i can't handle it i lost love
1: <laughs> that's for sure why we'll, we'll say
0: that's the story
1: yeah I think I think we can irreputably say that. I will pose another question since we're just talking about hotness, et cetera. Who of the men is the who's what's your
0: three? How do you Are rank we talking them? in the in two thousand and eight? Yeah, yeah. Um, and weirdly, in two thousand and eight, Harry is my number one. A hundred percent. Okay,
1: yes, correct.
0: Yeah. Um, he's great, but Young Harry doesn't do it for me. He's like that's not awkward. No,
1: no, no. But like Colin, Firth, I don't know if Colin Firth has ever looked as hot as he looks in this. It's crazy. He looks, <laughs> he looks so good. good.
0: Grease looks good
1: on everybody. It does. It does. Yeah.
0: And, and then and then I think it's Sam, and then probably Bill last. <laughs> but okay, Bill is my number Bill, one Bill hater.
3: <laughs>
0: but yeah. Bill is
2: my number Young Bill. He, young Bill's the boy. It. Mine flip flop as well. Like yeah. that was my last in two thousand eight. Okay, Sam is my first. I'm you, sorry, I just have a soft spot. You're for you're it. a Donna. You're a Donna Gal.
1: That's a slide. I know.
2: I just like Pierce Brosnan. I mean, I just have a soft spot for him. And his singing, everyone hates on it. It's so good. I'm sorry. SOS is so good. I think he got
0: unfair hate for his. Singing oh. I think so. In this movie. Jordan disagrees. Wait. <laughs> When you like,
2: oh, it's so, like, that's it's... the song that I will... I could it's listen to like crazy. over and over and over, and I'm just like, this is so good. So he's, he's like my singing from
1: a place that I don't know exists in he's any not, other human.
2: He, he's definitely not using his diaphragm the way that he should. In be. the second one, it's questionable. Okay, I'll say that. I don't even I think they love let that him he sings, sing. No, he sings SOS in the second one, which but is like, so much funnier. Yeah, so yeah. Because, because
0: he got raked over the coals for the first one, and he yes. was like, just wait, I'm gonna do it the exact Again. same way, if not worse. I
1: actually. <laughs> here's my hot take I think it's better in the second one because he's like doing like you're (laughs)
0: crazy
1: I know Um, well because he's being emotional he's like whispering and he's like SOS and he turns the page and it's Lily James and he opens it up like I think that I was I felt the emotionality there and I do you know like I believe he's torn up obviously in the first one but then he's like scream singing like "Ah, it's so
2: good like I will stand by that it's like Everyone has, like, any single person I've showed the first mommy to are like, oh, like, I don't know about his singing. And I'm just like, please, it's good. Just just trust me. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. Like, in the second one, his, like, shaky voice works for, like, works. the scene. He's yeah. undeniably
0: the best match for Donna. Like, yes. it could never really be anybody else. Well, because um, Harry's also gay, but. Yes. Donna, you were the first woman that I loved. And the last <gasps>
1: period,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone gasps. It's so good. <laughs> Remind me, does I he have? Does Harry have like a little something something with someone? A in lover the first the movie? The first one, yes, at does. the end of the
1: first one. Yes, he does. At the end of the first one. Yes, he does. He takes yes. his yeah. shirt off and he is dancing right. with a little Greek guy. And he, yes. well, he has the whole thing with Stellan Skarsgård, where he's like, "I have like I discovered something about myself tonight," and Stone is like, "Yo, I discovered something about my." potential child and he's like oh mine's potentially about being gay
2: yeah (laughs) oh yeah it's
1: like very off the cuff but then I think like yeah that
2: seems so funny it's insane I just remembered that (laughs)
0: because then Julie
1: Walters is like snooping on top of the boat
0: (laughs) obviously like Stellan Skarsgård is a good looking guy uh and we all know that he has the goods (laughs) that's all I'll say on that but um, he like you're like okay, Julie Walters. Okay, I see it, and then you watch mommy Me. Here we go again. And you're like, "Ooh, girl, I get it. I get why you would never ever have gotten over him." Ever. You
1: are so down bad <laughs> for I'm a man so with a boat. So
2: down bad for him. But he's so sexy.
1: He is. No, I, I look, wait.
2: We're talking about like young him, young young, Bill. young him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was obsessed. Like he's so sexy. I, Rewatch. I mean, I don't know if we're getting into Mamiya too yet. We're I, like, we're
1: really there are just no bouncing. Rules. There's no <laughs> there's no the, logic.
2: Um, oh, what is the song called when they're on the boat and that it's little like *Love really affair, Why did it right? have to
1: be me? Oh, is that yeah, what it is? Yeah. <laughs> the second best song in the movie.
2: I've watched that scene like an ungodly Why amount of times. Like me? it's bad.
1: Yeah. yeah. And when me he too, like
2: <laughs> does. When they do like the little oh my god the
1: foot thing when when they're dancing backwards and
2: then also when he when he dips her, yeah Yeah. and okay her outfit Yes. her outfit in that scene I wanted to replicate I was like trying to find a shirt that looked like that for so long but I just like I couldn't
0: and then when she gets her heart broken by Sam and she goes back to the boat yeah and he's just like reclining in bed waiting
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's, he's unreal.
1: It's it's really about the power of having like three of the best like well, not even like three it's really like the three men have like the best sex of their lives and remember her like twenty years later so like we just really have to think about like Donna's prowess and like she like is, she, her, she like, is the impact. hot
0: girl summer blueprint she Who's is doing yeah. it like her who literally doing a no slut one. era like Donna. And she Fair keeps time. saying it.
1: She's like, "I never do this. Do this." Okay, well, just kidding. Well, maybe I do sometimes.
0: Um, <laughs> you know what we should talk about though? Speaking of inconsistencies, which don't really bother me, but Flynn I kind of feel the same. Where I watch movies back to back, and I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what?" Because clearly they never had any sort of sequel planned. But the th- like flashbacks. I was going to say the photos in *Mamma Mia* 2008 <laughs> when like Donna hands across the guys and is like sam oh it's so funny bill and they look they look like 70s yes references but absolutely no attempt was made to replicate anything about that no
2: well because i think if they did do that in the new one like obviously they're trying to appeal to like a younger crowd that would like love these three men which it worked like of course yeah. But if they had done like the long hair, or, like headband, yeah. Like, I don't know if it would have worked for like I don't know a lot about of people. that.
0: Yeah, but Colin Firth hot in like his guy liner.
2: I like that yeah. he's he's oh, like yeah. he's kinda like the goth, like cool that guy. That was the one that I was like, Okay, you could have yeah. kept that one at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he they just like gave him a guitar and was like, Here you go, like you're the rocker guy. But I'm yeah. like I don't know. In Mamma two thousand and eight. Right.
0: The, another here. thing about the sequel: not enough Meryl.
1: Well, she's dead.
0: I am aware. <laughs> However, she comes back as a ghost,
1: I, which is a sleigh, and she's like all the over ghost. the marketing. And she, I completely forget the marketing. Is she like in a lot of the trailers?
0: How could you forget the insanely photoshopped poster? I, well, I is, don't remember this. Is, it, is it like
1: as bad as like My Big Fat Greek Wedding Three?
0: It's not as bad, but it's almost as bad. Okay, hold
1: up. I'm. You need to look here. it
0: up. It's one of the craziest Photoshop posters I've ever seen. Here it's because it's go. you know From the the, f- f- the first poster. It's all of them on the dock. Yes. Sure. For mommy, here we go again. For not only is there like 25 people. On the dock, but it's col- it's oh, insane yeah. <laughs> cut and paste work. Oh yeah, they're not the, together for that photo. None well, of the lighting matches. That's really funny, actually. It's absolutely nuts. I you think- know who
1: I do think was there. I think all three of the guys were for sure there. I think the boys were there. Like the boys these- so photoshopped
2: it onto that photo. Yes. the Lily, of the them. Lily
0: James and the Meryl Streep Photoshop is the worst. Possibly because of yeah. their hair. It, yeah. It's oh god, it's god awful. Wow. This, I've never like is, looked like, at crazy. it. And Christine enough. Baranski is like eight feet tall in the back. <laughs> I was
1: just because the Baransky where she's just like, ah, that's really With funny. her giant hat. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, it's crazy. Whoever plays young Baransky is like a spot on match. Not only, she, oh, yeah.
0: not only is she a dead ringer for her, but she has her mannerisms down, but yeah. also at the same time, is not just doing an impression of Christine Baranski. She feels like her own person. Yes. Her name is Jessica Keenan Wynn. She doesn't really Queen. look much like her without the bangs. But mm. I think about yeah. the, um, you know, I don't even care if you're not rich line. All the time. Because
1: she has that bit where she sees Sam, where she goes, like, I want to be up front and just say that I visually enjoy you. I visually enjoy you. Like, that is an incredible, like, Christine Baranski kind of read. Because, Christine, like, earlier she has, like, the be still my beating vagina. And, like, the two of them have the exact same cadence. It's like yes. a match. It's crazy.
0: I can't believe that you casually just said "be still my beating vagina." That's the best. <laughs> line. I'm so sorry. No, no. But like that. Whoever came up with that, I need to. She talk probably to. did. It was she... an improv. It was probably improv. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Don't worry, guys. I got this one."
2: I like to believe that that's the case because, <laughs> yeah, think about like a man in his like 50s writing it in like a writer's room. It's just like I don't like Ugh. that idea. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know about that one. Um, yeah. Jessica
0: Keenan Wynn played Heather Chandler in Heather's the musical off Broadway. Mm. And she was also Fantine in the tour of Les Mis. Good for her.
1: Okay. Literally queen. Good for her. She's great. I mean, both, I mean, even the young Julie Walters is like a really like fun.
0: Yes. Kind of that would be things. Alexa so, Davey. Like She's spunky. also really good. Yeah. yeah. None I of love the guys. I love her cute little spiky hair. The I guys know.
1: look ar- like nothing, like, like, there's I think no Colin, way
0: young. I think Hugh Skinner, who's young Colin Firth is the best. In really? terms of Yeah, I think. So. I think they look pretty similar. Okay. Yeah. And they have similar mannerisms. I mean, the, ugh, the, the like finale finale um, of Mommy, Here We Go Again, when you have all the yes. young and old versions dancing with each other is just absolutely like, I can't, you can't keep a smile. Off yeah. your face well
1: hugh skinner like coming up to colin and yeah. colin's just like uh, like just head down <laughs> so annoyed at life
0: so do you remember there was like this huge like oral history of mamma mia here we go again a couple Mm-mm. years ago no. um i'm pretty sure it was in vulture let me look up like who did it so i can give them proper credit but they asked Hugh uh oh my god Skinner. not Hugh Grant Colin Firth <laughs> and Hugh Skinner about that and they were like what was that and they said oh that was kind of like a crazy day on set that was one of the only days when every single person in the cast was there at the same time they told us to come up with a thing that we wanted to do together they had each of like the little couples mm. come up with a thing and that was the thing that they came up
1: with. that's so funny oh my <laughs> that's god that's so
2: fun the Nerd to be there on that day
0: yeah
1: i want to be there on literally any day of set
2: every day so okay the first one they filmed in greece i think and then the second one they filmed in croatia on this like really tiny island and that's been like my dream vacation ever since because i think the second obviously the hotel looks like a lot different in the second one like Mm -hmm. i think the hotel is the best in the first one but like the setting of the second one is my favorite it's like It just looks so beautiful. I want to go so bad. I mean, to Greece as well, but.
0: I've heard Croatia is amazing. I have been to Greece once. That was my like study abroad place in college. I really want to go back. I've also heard that Cyprus is amazing because it's like Greece without the tourism. And I Mm. think Croatia is really similar. Um, Yeah. Okay. This Vulture article, a history of the inexplicably star-studded hallucinogenic ending of Mamma Mia, here we go again by Rachel Handler from Culture. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. You have done all of us a service. It's pretty amazing. Uh and the <laughs> the lead is There are Drugs and then there's the ending of Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Which, Not wrong. <laughs> there are so many so many moments with both movies watching them this time that mm. I I was prepared to just kind of like throw them on do stuff. I've seen them a million times. I would sure. just find myself stopping, watching and grinning like mm-hmm just absolutely euphoric. Lay All Your Love on Me was one of them. Um, does Your Mother Know was another one. And Fernando. Like when oh, yeah. here goes Fernando and then Fernando starts playing. Fernando I... oh, goes
1: perfect. crazy.
0: It goes crazy. The it fireworks
1: does. at the end. like The the most <laughs> yeah. fake fireworks. Potentially imaginable in cinematic history. But it works. No, it, oh, Fernando is just... so good. <laughs>
2: That's an underrated one in the second one for sure.
1: Should we talk about him in general? Because I think we uh, broke. I feel like Andy we Garcia a talked about this on Mike, or B if just talked about like how he is like the sixty plus demographics like hottest man imaginable. And I feel like this is like another example of that where he's it's like, because okay, he is.
0: He's aging like fine wine. He looks great. He's a looks suave so motherfucker.
1: Yeah. He's, he's so There's hot. There's nothing he's else great. to say.
0: So, so far in the the Twilight of his career, he has played the lover of yes. Jane Fonda. Slay. Um, Cher. Slay. And who is his wife in the Father of the Bride remake? Right.
1: He should be in 80 for Brady, and it's a little fucked that he's not in 80 for Brady. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, we probably tried to get him. I wouldn't um, be surprised. Uh, Gloria Estefan.
1: Oh my God! I okay, mean,
0: pulling. Pol- oh yeah, <laughs> like the big three, like like no one else. That's incredible. Like, truly, wow. like no one else. Yeah, um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, That's he's okay. he's great, but again, it's like it's nice because I think this has always been a little bit of a a wine mom movie Absolutely. in the best way. Yeah. This is this is an overwhelmingly female demographic movie. What? Um, which is wonderful when you look at how much fucking money it made. It yeah. made so much. We'll talk about that. But like this, this it's clearly like primarily aimed at women. Um, so it's nice for them to get a silver fox in there in the form of Andy Garcia.
1: Um, the most silver
3: fox.
0: But I also love that like, you know, Colin Firth, Pierce Brosnan, and Stellan Skarsgård are all straight up hotties, obviously. But they're, yeah. they're dads. They're playing dads yes. in the first one.
1: And they're, they're, I feel like they're all so game. I think what makes it so fun is like, I like there can be sometimes when you have a guy or w- when you see a movie like this and you can tell that they don't want to be there, but you can tell that they or that are. They think actually, it's like beneath them, right? But they're yeah. having genuinely like so much fun with this, and they're all also coming at it in interesting points in their career. But like, it, it doesn't ultimately matter. Like they're just having a blast, and they all give actually pretty great performances. I think. Um, Fierce I would Brosnan, agree especially, but yeah. I mean, I was gonna say Colin, like the way <laughs> Colin Firth dances. Flynn, I'm
2: loving, I'm loving
0: your love for Fierce Frost, and He never gets any love from this movie. I he will really always
2: defend that. him, haters.
0: I mean, so he,
1: he does look great when all three of the guys have their like dynamos basically jumpsuits on like their ABBA Mm -hmm. fits and they're doing the little like hip wiggles. He looks great there. So I totally I see the vision.
0: I like if if any, if there was nothing else to convince the audience that these guys are so on board for this film, including Dominic Cooper, by the way, it's the ending when they all have to put on slinky sequiny 70s esque outfits and do full blown choreography.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's great. That's
0: you don't do that. If you're not all in, no. that's not yeah. something you half ass.
1: No, oh, I they mean,
0: loved it. That, it. That's yeah. all or nothing.
1: And They all ate. They all. I think they all dance relatively. I think it's so funny seeing the first one and then this one because, like, clearly there's so much more choreography for that group in the first one, and you can tell that they've aged mm-hmm. ten years in the second one with what they, they don't ha- need it with what they're dancing to. I mean, you, obviously you don't need it, but it's just really because like they're all they're all move, especially Baransky and her like, solo number, she is doing a ton with her, like, yes. leg kicks and everything. And the, oh, and the yeah. second one, she's just, like, it's all, like, she, hand vibes. She
0: kind of does a pretty epic leg lift situation during Angel Eyes, though, when those guys lift her right. over the table. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Branski oh, yeah. has graceful. the chops. She's a, she's a pro. She's Absolutely. been doing this for a long time. Did you know that Pierce Brosnan won the Razzie this year in 2008? Like... He doesn't deserve that. No, sad. I, I obviously, I who hate decided the Razzies, that? Cause... But like, it's so rude. I guarantee he was up against worse people.
2: He was not bad. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, on record I today. Agree. Performance of the year, in my opinion.
1: But well, like Oscar, <laughs> you got the Oscar. It goes to
0: <laughs> like he he won against ooh. Ben Kingsley being nominated for three films in a year. That's the other thing is that the Razzies, they're like, did you have an especially bad year? Um, Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, Burt Reynolds, again, kind of rude. And Vern Troyer for, I don't know, a bunch of people from The Love Guru. Oh. Again,
1: rude. That is rude. Pretty
0: fucking rude. That is really rude. Whatever, I was not consulted. Um, Beryl Streep was nominated for a Golden Globe for Mamma Mia, which I think is- hilarious well they're I mean, they're great. like uh oh I mean, she's great in it but that's that's a that's such a gimme especially if it's musical or comedy for sure um. yeah
2: okay well let me just say this is her best performance the period oh, will, like yeah like i i mean i feel like i've watched like a good majority of her movies and this is the one that like just feels the most Like, I'm not watching Meryl Streep, and I think that is when an actor is their best, when, like, you don't realize that it's them, and you're just, like, so into their character. I mean, maybe that's just because, She's become Donna. She is. Yeah, like, she... That's not Meryl Streep to me, and that's why it's, like, the best performance. Any other one that I watch of hers, I'm like, this just feels like I'm watching the, like, most famous actress in the world, you know? I can get behind so, that. You're coming
1: in with blazing hot takes. You're like Sophie's <laughs> Choice does not
0: exist.
2: Well, okay, I haven't seen that one, so let me. I've <laughs> I actually this. have
0: never seen it either. Have you, Jordan? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah I mean, she's I mean, she's obviously she's great. In oh, she's a good yeah. in that
2: movie.
0: Yeah, wow, she's, she's, that's crazy. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite Meryl Streep performance is Death Becomes Her. So I, I'm in the 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 like comedy the wacky comedy? Yeah. fun camp of hers oh, i would have huh. said
1: like that or like wait what devil am I wears saying? Prada.
0: it's obviously devil wears prada but i would say death becomes her very close second okay, i mean these are like really
1: it's like a three like her comedy era she's great at comedy and people always knocked her which we talked we talked about this in mm-hmm. devil wears prada basically but prada, like
3: yeah
1: people don't believe that she could sing or dance or be funny and this is a movie that is really like fuck you she haters all like, of them i'm great and i
0: i love her I love how lively she is yeah. in Mamma Mia the movie. Not that I her body didn't... acting is yes. the best. Like yeah. so good. And her in those overalls during Mamma Mia, the titular song. Yes. Um The her... leg spread where like yes. all three
1: guys in between her.
0: Exactly. <laughs> the like super fun money, money, money. Yeah. Um oh, that's like so play good. acting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even when she kind of like has a breakdown and then they have to uh, amp her up with Dancing Queen and she like fully does the splits in Metaher. Yeah. She's inc- Oh, I know. She's like going
2: like this behind the... Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. The yeah. physical
1: comedies... Her- She's also like has this... Not to be like the- all of these movies are horny, but they are in here in the They're All They're pretty horny. horny. A she- lot especially of the, the first Abba songs,
0: one. The- a lot of the Abba songs are yeah. quite horny. Yes. Um, but yeah. she
1: plays like horny middle-aged so well where it's like she clearly she clearly hasn't slept with someone in like years and Christine Baranski is like on Husband 4 etc but like having Pierce come back you like feel her clawing at the table to like get back with him you're almost
0: a little bit upset that they give them like SOS which is more of a kind of traditional sappy in a good way romantic love song but that being said I really did want to watch Amanda Seyfried crawl across a beach uh, in yeah. a wet ugh, one piece but should, i think if
1: you had seen this at in like 2008 you might have come out been earlier
0: over
2: for me um <laughs> no that I okay love, yeah i love i don't know if we're getting into this yet, but let's like, do it.
1: dig in yes i don't
2: know okay this and also narnia We are gonna see narnia right okay have so... i seen <laughs> narnia <laughs>
0: which which one uh, yeah <laughs> okay, okay yeah. so
2: the f- the first one mm-hmm. well okay also prince caspian like that's a whole other yeah ben barnes pivotal <laughs> but the two oldest siblings i like susan, always susan and, and peter, peter. yeah the that was like that was like my bisexual awakening okay but then this movie i think the more i watched it and that specific scene the lay all your love on me scene is just like that changed me as a person, and I'm so glad I watched it when I was like so young because that in Narnia was just like, yeah, like yes, you're by
1: now, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. But
0: yeah, Susan and Peter Narnia is such a good call because it has everything, it has like hot boys with swords, it yes. has women yeah. with bows and arrows. Tilda it, Swinton, Tilda Swinton oh, is there. My God. The um, Turkish
2: Delight, whew.
0: Turkish Delight, really good. Nobody agrees with me on this. I, fl- I get it. I
1: think we've literally argued about this on Mike that I think, I think Turkish delights to. are bad. <laughs> it's there. It's good. Because I tried um, it for the movie. I was like, well, this yeah. is like the most important movie ever made. I will have a Turkish yeah. delight. And was like, this is fucking
0: terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're valid. You're valid. No, they're really good. Um, And yes, I agree. I think that like Lay All Your Love On Me from Mamma Mia is a perfect kind of like it's it's. It definitely has all the makings of a sexual awakening yeah. scene. Yeah. It's sexy, but it's not, like, too sexy that you can't, you know, show your It was kids safe this for movie. young me. Yeah. 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 Safe for work, um, but really hot and really excellent chemistry because, of course, there was IRL chemistry between yeah. the right. people. And, yeah, I think it – and I think that, like, it's impossible to watch Christine Baranski perform Does Your Mother Know and not be, like <laughs> – Yeah.
2: I like it Chase thinking about it.
0: Yes. I as a young woman feel that I am turning gay because of this performance. And I as a young yeah. man feel that I am also turning gay because oh. of this performance. Uh,
1: it's like mother, you know. <laughs> yeah. the, you're like, whoa. It's crazy. I think
0: Voulez Vu and Gimme 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 are also like like yeah. Voulez Vu, the song in the movie is yeah. like the other. That's they're, when they're all uh-huhs. like crawling up the like walls And the and guys yeah. are crawling oh, yeah. up the
2: walls. Yeah, It's so oh, good. So, yeah, Bransky's like so we
1: did good, ladies, or whatever, mm-hmm. at the end.
2: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that that part, and also when she like goes down and she like ties the diaper on him, that yeah. part is just, uh, I like, it's so good.
1: She might be the MVP of both movies, See, or at least like the first one for sure for me. Who, Bransky, Bransky, yeah, always, yeah. Because isn't that like? Doesn't she have that moment too where she's like? walking around with like the towel and like the wrap on and yes. just is like absolutely serving. Yes. Yeah. She's so yeah. cool.
0: What a fucking um date. and she's great in the second one because obviously Be Still My beating vagina. Right. Um or let the man speak <laughs> when Andy Garcia is talking to her. And um then the I think my soul might might actually be carbs and she rolls in with the then mine must be wine. Um <laughs>
2: she knows she never misses
1: christine brain scary in the room with us right now
2: <laughs> yeah it was perfect um i think one of my favorite parts of the first movie that's like a non-musical part was when they're all like sitting on the couch um and meryl streep does like the drill i don't know like do you guys know what i'm talking about that I don't know is it is... when she's oh, trying to oh, fix where
1: she's like drink- where she's barely talking about like how horny yes. where it's like rrr, rrr, yeah like, yeah she yeah, does that, with the drill. yeah. Yes.
2: Oh, that part is like my favorite non-musical part yes. of the entire movie. She does her- like
1: a and- down boy whatever in there. Yeah. Or yes. yeah. Oh,
2: they're good. That they're good horny
0: movies. They really yeah. are. And I like you said the first one is definitely like arguably much much hornier Um, possibly because there was less on set supervision um and i like i love colin firth just ripping off his shirt at yes. the end but also when the the fountain of aphrodite oh. erupts and everyone just kind of like gets half naked in yes. the rain oh that's Great. my like it's that's like my dream again it's like the safer work version of an orgy essentially (laughs) it's like a big sweaty wet like half naked dance party it's awesome
2: it just looks so like I want to be there I would not want like that's if I could teleport somewhere that's where I would go yeah I give them
0: decent kudos the I would say the the musical writers for making Harry be gay because I think if there's like a rule of threes one person should always be gay like that's sort of the that's sort of par for the course now. Like you look at most like YA TV shows and yes. yeah, of like YA um, you know films and stuff like that. If there's more than two people in a group, one of them tends to be gay. Should be gay, yeah. Ten ten tends to be like one of the characters that yeah. that's yeah. like their their designation. That's I would say that's a recent thing and that's a very like a YA thing. Um, but obviously, this was a. This is a jukebox musical made up entirely of Abba songs created for Broadway. Well, you're not going to have someone be gay. Well,
1: please, you know, it's so sexually free. And I think that's like, even if he wasn't gay, I think like just the openness and the guilt free, like self-actualization that happens for everyone is inherently like there is a queerness there. And also just like the three dads one mom dynamic and he, even though it's like there's literally not like th- you know whatever but it is like but there are three kind yes. of you know
0: what I mean well because the idea is that they all refer to Sophie as their daughter right in both yeah. movies they're all like I'm Sophie's dad I'm Sophie's other dad and I'm Sophie's other dad like they're all friends with each other if when you were talking about the boat scene when yeah Julie Waters is like crawling on top of the boat and think like, she overhears them <laughs> potentially confessing their love to each other. <laughs> um uh and we have the Harry and Bill uh Titanic moment. Oh
3: my god. In, oh
2: my god. In the sequel, which is amazing. That's love, it's baby. So good. That's like my favorite part of the sequel. Yeah. I mean I say really, everything's my favorite part, but like but that it is. is.
0: And it's all really comfortable. Even the oh hey, I know that this man was the love of your life, Donna, but like I've been fantasizing about him for 20 years, so I'm just gonna go ahead and snatch him up <laughs> from you. It's very open. Oh, it's 100%. very, yeah, it's very free love. It's very 70s.
3: Oh
1: my God. It's you're saying it's like very similar to ABBA. Whoa. Yes. That's wow. crazy. Crazy. I feel like there is like the, uh, it's like also like all the men are so not toxic. Like there's like zero percent toxic masculinity within any of these movies
0: competition with each other no even in the yeah. i think i think it's smart in Mamma mia here we go again that they never meet each other yes specifically because if they did i'd feel like they'd be like oh well we need tension of some kind and i think right. it's nice that it's just like no this is this is donna's world we're just living in it
1: she goes from paris to an island in greece in like a day because she's just like <laughs> eh,
0: i'm having fun yeah, but again that they're it's not nobody is ever fighting over Donna at any no. point. And they're that's very not, refreshing. Yeah, and they're not also fighting to be in Sophie's life. They it's it's a given that they're all going to be part of Sophie's life. And that like she already has all these wonderful parental figures, yeah. her her like, you know, adopted aunts. Um and that there's room for everyone. No, that's that, yeah. you're you're so true. Sky's family nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think we want to see that. Non-existent.
1: <laughs> Do you think that, uh, like, Julie Walters' character, I felt like, at least, especially, like, re-watching them, the two, she gives a little bit of a buy, and if she was not into... Stellan Skarsgård could see her as lesbian.
0: I thought she was Uh, like coded as a lesbian until I realized that they were going to get together, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Because she's like
1: wearing like a Bangles t shirt. She's giving. She looks like my aunt Judy, who is a lesbian.
0: She's she's queer coded
2: for sure. Yeah, Um One hundred
0: percent. It's like a classic like queer coded like outfit vibe. Yeah.
1: And like Baransky, Shig Baransky's like the horny one who's married four times, yes. but she like she's never married; she's perpetually, perpetually single, single, like mm-hmm. Harry, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Like yep. okay,
1: we know why you're single, motherfucker.
2: I saw an interview with Lily James just talking about like Donna and the second mm-hmm. one and how the um, when I kissed the teacher scene, which I'm so glad so you brought good. that up. Yeah. When she's like singing it to her teacher, who's like a woman, and they ask, like, do you think Donna is bi? And she's like, 100%. She would have been so open. Like, she's so freeing. You know, it's I mean, she has to be. I think that isn't even like a question. Yeah. Yes. I can totally see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love I think that's such a, a bug nuts way to open the movie yes. because again, every time I watch it, it gets that scene gets gayer and gayer on rewatch. They don't bother to change any of the pronouns of a like no. straight up romantic, cheeky song. They have it be a call and response between Donna and like oh, it's her perfect. Professor. Yeah. Uh which is wonderful. Um and like, she whiffs out that sparkly outfit and just goes to town.
1: That's such and a really good scene. the
0: sort of, like, dowdy old male professors are horrified. But um, our girl is not. Not at is all. Isn't one of ABBA one of the professors? I think so, yes. Yeah. He's yeah. Like,
1: one of them is, like, the guy <laughs> yes, at the piano yes. bar in Waterloo where he, like, looks at the camera. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, it's me, mm-hmm. ABBA. <laughs>
0: Yes, and then the other one is one of the other professors, which is pretty Great. Yeah. Can we also talk about how Jonathan Goldsmith, Mr. Dos Equis himself, shows up for 10 seconds as Andy Garcia's brother at the very end? Crazy.
1: Where, where, what's the Wait, quote? I don't recall. He's
0: the guy where, um, at the very end, yeah. um, uh, Christine Baranski is lamenting the fact that she lost Andy Garcia to share. And oh, he's like, oh, wow. but my brother is here. And Christine Baranski goes, God, I hope his wife is dead.
1: And he's like, yes, <laughs> oh, yes. she oh, is. Oh, wait.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's um, so good, yeah. I my question that. is, where is the customs officer? Why is he not there? He... <laughs> I know. If Colin Firth are destined okay. to be together, why does he How not old magically, magically been, though? appear? Well, it's so because well, well, he shows up. He so shows this... up in the yes, he in, does in both timelines, played by the same guy with like slightly a
1: young little hair. gray. <laughs>
2: it's so yeah, funny. it's it doesn't really match, but that's another inconsistency. Yeah.
1: Which brings us to the post-credit sequence, which we were talking about off mic, but yeah. in when you are a psychopath like me and you buy the 4K. Blu-ray from Mamma Mia, here we go again. The post credit scene, like, after everyone sings Super Trooper, like, after like credits have rolled, you see that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson produced it. All that stuff goes by. Wonderful. And at the end, you have the customs officer and young Harry, like, rushes off, and then he sings, uh, like, a little ditty about that, like, he should... What's what's the song? Like, we Take a said chance it. on me. Yeah, he he sings, sings a little verse of Take a Chance but on Me. He sings Take a Chance on Me, and you're like, oh, like... You love him and he loves you. Why don't you guys just get up together? Because like everyone, literally everyone gets paired off except Harry, which I think is the only upsetting thing about these movies. Is like yeah, the one gay, clearly gay character. They're like, meh.
0: He never gets a a love a guy. Yeah. I mean, technically Christine Baranski doesn't either. But again, you have the Jonathan Goldsmith right. thing. But I do yeah. think it's funny because in all of the when they have everybody pair up in the end credits, they put all the couples together and. Bransky and Firth are the odd ones out, Mm -hmm. which is gay best friend solidarity if I've (laughs) ever seen it. (laughs) Um, Also, Colin Firth, king of playing gay guys while being straight.
1: Glad ally of the year for sure. Never
0: misses. Love it every time. Totally has cornered the market. A single Um, man. A single man, supernova with Stanley Tucci, the other king of (laughs) playing gay gay characters. Um, He's just the best. Yeah, and um, I'm missing a really big one. Let me go to his filmography. I hadn't Uh, seen those, so. Oh, you've never seen A Single Man? A Single Man is really good.
1: good. I haven't seen any of the Bridget Joneses, which is maybe my (gasps) problem. Wait,
2: what? Oh, oh my god oh is not he, ga- is, is he
1: gay in tinker taylor
2: uh yes
0: because
1: isn't tinker taylor I think gay so. yes i'm pretty sure a movie i, I haven't I seen have in years
0: s- i've seen it once and i really don't remember and i would also argue kingsman
1: oh for sure yeah 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 and he's never ever says anything that's because i feel like we've talked about this a lot where you have a if you have a straight actor playing gay roles where they'll either make it like oh this was really challenging or kind of like brush it off and like not like be like care about it and it feels like he like genuinely doesn't care and is just like happy to like put himself out there in whatever way shape or form which i really love and he's never i mean like i don't know i recently re-watched or watched for the first time the king's speech he's amazing in that and it is like nice that he got an oscar you know like he does deserve love I think he's fucking he crazy. I love him.
0: Yeah. I wish it wasn't for that movie, only because I think he's given much better performances. But that that thing was a buzzsaw. Like yeah. it was it was awesome. There's no way it was gonna win, yeah. Yeah.
1: We must say the share thing. Like we already we already mentioned share, but Cher coming in and here we go again is crazy. A giving the I don't gayest
0: know. of gay icons yes. Cher
1: appearing
0: yes. on a helicopter on a helicopter in six inch heels and the second that she she starts singing you're like fuck yeah this is why you hire Cher I love her line deliveries hire Cher (laughs) when she's like grandma little girl
1: yeah do you think she's reading off cue cards or do you just think that she's just like
2: I I say why bother question
1: it (laughs) (laughs) is she
2: in and like a lot of movies. I haven't seen her personally in like anything else. I
1: mean other you than You gotta like, see Moonstruck. Well, Moonstruck, yeah.
2: Oh right, right. Like okay, her Oscar that, like her
1: eighties like... run is incredible.
2: But I feel like now for her to do a movie and like sing in it, it has to be like the movie. And this feels like for that's sure. why it was it's just pretty perfect. Pretty insane that she yeah. announced
0: for this. Like you it's already pretty crazy that mama Mia was made into a movie starring Meryl Streep at the height of her power, like, two years after Devil Wears Prada comes out, like, three, yeah. like, James Bond and very promising young up-and-comers, and then for the second movie, they're like, not only did we get genuine star, Lily James, to mm-hmm. come in, but fucking Cher is here.
1: Yeah. Cher is it's, like pull.
2: a moment, you know when you're in the movie theater and, like, a special guest comes on and everyone in the movie theater gasps. That was like that moment. Everyone in the theater was like, oh my God, Cher. Like that doesn't yes. happen with just
0: anyone. No. Yeah. Again, just the second that she starts singing, it's, it's just transcendent. Fernando sounds so good. She and Andy Garcia sound great together. And then her super trooper solo. Oh, that's, that's so the good. amazing. The
1: super trooper solo is like, that's the juice right there.
0: And Super Trooper. So we should talk about song rankings. I think Super Trooper is my favorite Whoa. song
1: of all really? time. That's beautiful. Because yeah.
0: now I know. I didn't. I didn't know their. I was not familiar with their game. Okay, but now I'm very familiar with their discography, um, especially like the greatest hits. Mm. So yeah, I think that is my favorite, and I think it's such a great song to end on yeah it's um, the perfect
1: so in in the second one that's your number one for sure
0: just just no like in general oh in general oh my god okay like that's beautiful ever the first one ends with waterloo of course as you must um and it was such a smash hit that they do waterloo in the second movie too which i love because it's like It's a totally different- They level up Waterloo. It's like in the story.
2: Yeah. It was just so cute.
0: I love it.
1: It's literally like, oh my God, my war is losing my virginity to you. Like, this is crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the perfect song for young Harry. I think so too. What's well, my favorite um, song
1: of the movie? So, <laughs> so let's do
0: let's do favorite. Yes, of course. Let's do favorite song from the first movie. First one, okay. Favorite song from the second movie, and we're talking about like just song within the world of the movie. Yes, 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 yes. Like not favorite. Okay, let me pull up the...
1: I know. I just I just pulled up the. the long
0: the list. Well, okay. First is of all, SOS favorite ABBA gonna be yours?
2: Song... <laughs> No, <laughs> favorite ABBA song is "Our Last Summer," mm-hmm. like performed by ABBA but Excellent. that is also my favorite in the movie.
1: It's a good one in the movie too. So
2: it's lovely. It's it's just so I don't know. I just I mean, it's called Our Last Summer, but it's just like it's my summer song and mm-hmm. that's why ABBA was my fifth most played artist this year. Mm, I
0: love it. I think I I need <laughs> to start I need to start listening to ABBA on a regular basis. Um yeah. my favorite from the first film is Does Your Mother Know? Okay. I, Prefer the gender swapped version mm. than the original Ava version. I also think it's better when she's clearly talking to a full grown man. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh yes, but I would say voulez is a very close second. Mm. Jordan,
1: okay. oh goodness. Okay, so first film,
0: first film only. No, I know and your favorite Ava, favorite song, ABBA if, song too. If you have one. You if know, you have one, not asking
1: necessary. Such g- these are these are the important questions. No, no, no. Um. Okay, I'm gonna do the the movie first. I I have to still think on like what's my favorite ABBA song because there are so. M- there's the thing. It's like it's depending like what mood you're in. You know what I mean? Like, are you trying yeah. to like, like? Do you want like a quiet or not even quiet, but like more emotional ABBA song, or do you want to just like kind of like Never. dance and like lose I yourself? You bust
2: know? a move.
1: <laughs> Oh my goodness! Brooks dancing on the Zoom yeah, right now. Yeah, I feel like
2: if you're gonna listen to ABBA, like you have to like, I'm know, yeah. Listen to ABBA. Yeah. You can just like you're like oh I'm gonna like study. I'm gonna put on some ABBA. Like that's not how that. No, I'm at the, the club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the cl- <laughs> when you picture a club, you're thinking ABBA's on.
0: <laughs> I like. Yeah. Actually, though, when if I when people are like oh my god, clubbing in Europe, clubbing in Europe is the best. I'm like, yeah. if it's not ABBA.
1: Like, do not put on.
0: Don't don't text. Do not bring. It's me just there. like house music. Yeah, no. Well.
1: This is so hard. I have the second one done. I'll go like Mama Mia. I do love Donna's. I think like the sequence for Donna's Mama Mia is my favorite, just because I think how goofy yeah. it is. Like I think it's really funny. Uh, so I'll I'll pick that as my favorite in the movie. I'll go with that.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Very good. I just think our last summer is like. I mean, it's Colin's song. That's like it's his moment, and he's just so British in it. Like you know, (laughs) British people saying it kind of like goes away. But he's like, "I can still recall." Like I mean, that (laughs) just—he's butchered and offended so many British people. But like, it's so British
0: and it's so perfect. Shockingly British in it. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, Shockingly, none of us said "Dancing Queen," which might be the most famous. I, I mean, yeah. I feel but like that's
2: like the default. It's, it's everyone's classic. Favorite. Yeah. It's yeah. great. I I
0: do think it's like top three fist pump moments in the second movie when Dancing yeah, Queen it breaks gets
1: going. out and yeah. the ships
2: appear out of the bay. And there's like it's 100
1: amazing. people dancing.
2: Yes. It's incredible. I mean, Wait, so do we prefer the second or the first Dancing Queen? I think- Because I will say the first because it's such like a- a girl moment like it's such it's a girl just, s- moment it is a, like it girl, is a girl like they just moment. all stop working and go swim in the ocean it's like mm-hmm. that's true it's
0: amazing i think i agree with you but i think i'm gonna say the second just because sophie yeah. really needs a win her story sophie needs a w so depressing bad. <laughs> as shit and yeah pretty boring <laughs> She's literally just like I do. She needs she needs something.
1: Not to be like, yeah. girl, why the fuck don't you just like leave the island? Like, I get it's in her mom's memory or anything, but like, I don't know if there's a lot on the island left for her. I like, I get it, no. but like, she does need a vacation. Like, she yeah. should go visit him. You know. Let's
0: let's talk about our favorite uh, ABBA song from the second movie. Okay, and then-
1: I have my answer for favorite ABBA song. I think I'm gonna go. Knowing me, knowing you as mm. mine
0: that's a good one
3: mm-hmm.
1: and i can just knock this out of the way waterloo and yeah. why did it have to be me top two songs bang 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 right there yes
0: <laughs> although i am tempted to say why did it have to be me i think i'm actually going to say angel eyes i angel eyes rips. love that song yeah that might yeah, be my second a favorite one. like ABBA song in general and i actually mm-hmm. really love this rendition of it because it's like it's it's sad song, yeah. weirdly in the the context of the movie, but I just like it. But Clearly, I love so, anytime Christine Voransky is doing shit. I'm like,
2: that's that's my girl right there. Like that's mother. Yeah. Flynn. Yeah. Let's okay, I think when I kiss the teacher. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Which has the most plays on Spotify of all of the songs on the <laughs> second soundtrack. Interesting. Oh. And then
0: interesting.
2: Mama Mia. Lily James, like, her mm. soft, like, heartbroken performance yeah. of it is just so perfect. And she's, like, dancing around the bar. It's just, and then yeah. conveniently falls into Bill's arms at the end. Yes. It's of wonderful. course. And, yeah. But I think When I kiss the Teacher is, like, the one that I played the most after watching Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh it's I
0: love the shot of everyone riding out of uni on their bikes. Yes. And there's yes. the shot from like below the road. That goes Very oh, it's fancy. so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cinema. The the, the cinematography, Old Parker really popped off. Mm-hmm. Th- I
1: like even if you like one more, I think 2 is inherently better directed and shot and I don't know Maybe that's like my personal opinion, but watching it, I think yeah. there are moments where it's a little spotty with the CG. But the <laughs> in, ter- yes. in terms of the like choreography for the specific dance sequences, I think the second one feels more big musically. Like especially like the ho- the whole "When I Kiss the Teacher" is fucking incredible. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: it's it's obviously a much bigger budget, and they know that they have like gold. Yes. On their hands, it's pretty incredible when you look at. So the first movie, the only screenplay credit is Katherine Johnson, who wrote the the um like stage book yeah. for Mamma Mia, and uh Phyllida Lloyd directed it, and mm-hmm. like her of the Iron Lady. That's the thing is she had directed a TV movie before this, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And then she directs theater. Mamma Mia. She directs the Iron Lady, and then Dips. like gone.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like, old Parker, Brooke, we, I don't know if we'll be ever able to talk about it, but old Parker famously directs Imagine Me and You, a fucking incredible oh, lesbian movie.
0: I didn't know that that was him. I haven't he... seen. Oh, Flynn, you got to see it. Oh it's my so I'm getting really good <laughs> recommendations. Today, it's, so. it's so cute. It's from the early aughts. This was, this was another one that was shown to me during that, that makes so much awakening sense. of college. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Imagine Me and You. It's so cute. It is Kind of inherently about cheating on your husband, yep. But, but it's like, about that's cheating on your husband yeah. if you're if you're gay, so it's fine. But he like he directed it cancels Pyle. out. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's uh, a Piper Parabo and Lena Headey are like secretly in love with each other.
1: It's so good. Yeah. Also, Headey's like a to
2: florist. Yes, he did. Boy, did he! Oh, boy, did he!
1: And the, which i haven't
2: seen but i've heard is like actually good for like a today it's rom-com in it, my yeah. it's pretty cute okay
1: it, it's like when you have two of like the biggest movie stars in the world just being movie stars and you're like no matter what it's just like i like seeing them on my screen you know yeah have you seen the best exotic marigold hotel because that feels like a I... movie you're you might have seen.
0: Shockingly, I have not. Okay. I I have not. I, I mean, know. You have
1: it's... not seen the second best exotic Marigold Hotel. <laughs> no, an insane title.
0: But I think that's up there with Mama Mia Here We Go Again it is. as
2: incredible sequel titles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, Mama Mia Here okay, We Go well, Again might I be actually, the best sequel title ever.
2: I wanted to touch on this because I'm so happy they didn't just name it like Mama Mia 2. It's yes. yeah, the perfect title. And this is what urged. Okay. I'm like a "Now You See Me" lover, and I will defend that movie. Why is it forever? not called "Now You Don't"? It's so annoying. Like, why? I don't understand.
1: What would the third one be oh, then? Frustrating. For this?
0: It could be "Now You See Me," "Now You Don't," Presto from the world of "Now You See Me." Or no, it's for so Mama saying that like, it's called "Now You See Me" too. Oh, we you like, talking Mama about Mama Mia? Mia. Yeah, Mama Mia. How could I forget you?
1: Ooh. It's a ghost story. How could you forget Meryl? That's why Meryl's in it the whole time. She's
0: dead. Okay, here's... I have I have to talk about this. So there's a famous story that I'm sure that Jordan and I have told on Mike, where James Cameron, where he was pitching Alien oh. 2, <laughs> yeah, yeah. went into a boardroom, wrote Alien, added an S at the end, drew a dollar sign. It's like a very iconic kind of like director essentially like whipping their dick out and putting it on the table and being like, Money, motherfuckers! I would give millions of dollars to be in the room where Ol Parker and I assume whoever else was yes. part of this went in and was like, "You've heard of Mamma Mia? You've heard of The Godfather too? Now we put them together." <laughs> like, what a big dick yeah. energy Huge. move Incredible. to be like, "Let's just do The Godfather too." Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it you get the original cast you get hot young newcomers you can write around Meryl Streep I don't really understand why she has to be dead she really doesn't she could have just left the island she could be traveling Wait. she could be in an accident I don't know why she has to be dead but
2: huh. so is Lily James De Niro
0: yes is that yes. what this
2: okay yeah yeah I I love that connection yeah, Lily James I think is that's Niro,
0: and technically Amanda Seyfried is Pacino instead of Meryl being Pacino. Yeah. Meryl is like the ghost of Brando,
2: basically. Wait, it kind of is because she's not yeah. in the second. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That's kind of so. a sleigh.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait, okay.
0: This he, is he, actually he... like
2: a really good connection. Yes,
0: that's that was like they've, they've said outright that that was their inspiration, mm. was that's the so godfather insane. too. Yeah. <laughs> It's like how do st- I
2: not know this? That's perfect. it's
0: brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm
1: trying to imagine walking into the boardroom as well. If you want to just take the James Cameron thing and literally just writing like "Here we go again", again. and just again. turning to the crowd and everyone in the boardrooms losing everyone their fucking minds,
0: literally <laughs> like money. Yeah. yeah, they shoot <laughs> money at you out of a t-shirt can. Yeah, <laughs> they get the dollar bills like like the gun <laughs> or it's like, jus, jus, jus. yeah Yeah. <laughs>
1: have you okay since we're just telling stories now did you so on the here we go again press tour Cher gave an interview where she talked about the first time she met gay men have you seen this or have you heard this quote it's so good what is her quote so she goes I was 12 years old and I came home from school and there were these two guys in our living room they were talking to my mom and her best friend they were so happy and excited about everything they were talking about so animated and I thought hey, these guys are much more fun than the regular men that come over to visit. I just didn't know at the time that they were gay, but I just thought, hey, these guys are great. And it just starts from there. It's so like casual, but it's so funny because she's just like, they're flamboyant. I'm liking this. What is this? I like this that she's thing? like, this
0: is much more fun right. than the usual <laughs> nerds, <laughs> the that usual sit in this suitors room. around my home. I, I feel like, first of all, it's amazing that she gave that quote on the Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again process yes. out of exactly. all things. Yes. And secondly, I think that pairs really well with her iconic Mom, I Am a Rich Man interview. Because yes. it's yes. the same idea of like having just the best opinion on men who think that they're better than you yeah and being like I don't need you I have my own money and I have friends who are gay men and that yeah is really all I need in this life
1: she has so many gay friends like I, she I, probably... once
0: again Cher is like we talked about we've talked about Meryl as a gay icon on yeah. Death Becomes Her and Devil Wears Proud but we've never talked about Cher and Cher is like there's not even like a word
1: do you for... like Cher's music
2: yeah it whips yeah she's great I'm not like an avid listener but like yeah. of course like you just have of to course. like yeah play it when it right. become like when it comes on shuffle or like you respect the, the hustle yeah yes.
1: yeah
0: every time the club remix of life after love comes on yes immediately on the dance floor a
1: banger i feel like it's just like it, she gaga and madonna are in like the mount rushmore of like queer female icons you know mm-hmm. and yes. so that means like there will be a fourth to emerge we just don't know who the fourth is yet
0: Uh, The fourth already exists.
1: Isn't what, like, Charlie XCX?
0: Well, I was going to go more, like, classic. Barbara.
1: Oh, right. Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: I was going
2: to say. Come on.
1: I'm so sorry.
2: (laughs) This can be, like, a whole other podcast episode, but, like, I was introduced to Barbara from Glee. Yes. Like, of of all the songs that I've listened to and has become my taste, I was introduced to by Glee, but... That's. I mean, you're talking
1: to the right podcast. We
0: we are we are both geeks. Jordan is a classic geek I am a a new Gleek. I mean, I don't think I can really call myself that because I watched it. I was like, this is crazy. But if I was twelve, <laughs> I would have been eating this shit up like it was. Yes. I watched business. it way too young. Yeah, but like. That I think that that show was legitimately pivotal in like educating people on like yeah. Broadway history and yes. like the importance of people like Barbara Streisand, even like eighties
1: yeah. yeah. like rock music or whatever. Yeah. Like learning about Journey, like season one, Glee. I was like, oh my this god, this song whips the then
3: obsession with Journey. To it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and no. um, Jesse's girl <laughs> is the other one. Mm-hmm. It's just. I like yeah. think of that every single time I see the guy. No, just Jess- I mean Jesse.
1: I'm forgetting this moment in glee, which is actually probably a good thing because It's the, I mean, it's the, the
2: for-
0: blonde the blonde guy with like the No, he's not blonde.
1: Loop. Hold on. No, I got Sam. it right here. Oh. Not F- Flynn? Corey Monteith? What?
2: That? No. What? Wait, I think we need to get off this train. Oh my god. Okay, I interviewed this person and I'm blanking on his name. It's really embarrassing. Okay, he's in Knock at the Cabin. Oh, Jonathan Groff.
3: Oh, yes,
2: yes. And I want, okay, so I interviewed him for Knock at the Cabin and I wanted to say so bad, like mention Jesse's girl because that was like my entire child. And I, I just didn't. I couldn't. That would be too embarrassing. But that is like. And anytime you I should, see him, I'm like he probably would have been into it. But I, I
0: hope you got to talk got to talk about Boogie Shoes with him. A deeply, no. deeply oh devastating needle drop.
1: <laughs> He's so good in I that movie.
0: That it's a great movie. Um, Mamma Mia.
1: Here we go again.
0: <laughs> my my, How it's a I? masterpiece. It's so gay. Yes. It's it's it just oozes like. Gay euphoria out of its pores, even though it is a story about a woman having sex with men and like heterosexual, up. yeah. Like, it's it just it's one of those things where you're like, This is not like this is it's gay. I yeah. think
1: that is something inherently queer, is, and I think like a lot of queer people do latch onto it. Where there is like if there is a story that is so deeply heterosexual that it goes all the way around to then become like a queer classic. And this is like the most pivotal example of that.
0: I know camp, as we talked about, gets thrown around in a very free way. So much. This is a campy ass movie. It's ridiculous. It's completely detached from reality. It's fun. It's bright. It's colorful. It's loud. It's about being yourself. It's about like dancing on an Island in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by people that you love. It's, it truly is like, detached from reality in the best yes. way it's like i said at the beginning of the episode i i love the way that these movies make me feel yeah it's beautiful yeah i but, but i think, again i think my biggest knock is that they don't give harry his proper due and almost everyone else gets it
2: but yeah
1: that's the biggest thing i think
2: i'm disappointed but not surprised my biggest thing is uh one of us but that's fine we we can look yeah. past it yeah <laughs> um yeah, how much and
1: do these make though? Because I mean, I think that is something we should talk actually about. Actually, crazy. Yeah.
0: And again, every time female-driven movies or like movies marketed to women get knocked for not performing at the box office, it's like there's truly like a giant laundry list that you can just look at and say that that's not yeah. true. Yes. Um, and Twilight, Mom, yeah, Twilight, Hunger Games.
2: Um, I
0: mean,
2: so many rom coms. My Big Fat Great Wedding. Hello. Yeah. Movies, like, directed by a woman as well. Like, the first Twilight was... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the first Mamma Mia. Yeah. There is maybe
1: something that we could dig into that, where it's like you have a hit with a female-directed first movie, and it's so successful, and then you get the budget increase, and then it goes to a man.
0: Turned over to men. Yeah. It happens so frequently. I'm kind of surprised they didn't have... A female director for the first Hunger Games, but then again, mm. I'm not surprised, and I'm sure, sure that even if they did, that shit would have been out the window.
3: Yeah. um, because yeah. they
0: replaced the director from the first movie anyway. Um, but yeah, it's really, really common. mama Mia is not as egregious, in my opinion, because it, there's like a tenure gap. Like maybe yes. they called up uh Philippa Lloyd and she was like, No, like, thank you, bye, uh, <laughs> I Philip got Lloyd. my coin. Yeah, like I- I'm good, but you know, yeah. go with God. But yeah, it- it's a it's a very frustrating phenomenon. Yeah. Um. But that being said, it's kind of crazy how much mo- money these movies made. For Mamma Mia, 2008, the production budget was a hot 52 mil. Remember when we used to make mid budget movies, <laughs> and it made 585 million dollars worldwide.
1: We used to be a society. That's crazy. Uh, it was so good. And that,
0: the thing yeah, is, that's wild. It did it without ever hitting number one. It opened at number two um, because it opened the Behind same two. weekend. Well. Wait, can I this... guess? Oh, Wait, oh, can I guess? Oh, you both know it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but you guessed and then no, I'll guess.
1: You can. Okay. Well, I have two guesses. Okay.
0: So what's you, your first you guess? guess? Well, okay. I'll no, no, guess. What's your first guess, Jordan?
1: I'm going to say Iron Man.
0: Uh, Flynn. What's your guess? The Dark Knight.
1: Okay, it's one of the two, right? It's Dark Knight. Okay, yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> because so this was this, this came Bart around Anheimer. again when. Barbie Oppenheimer, yeah, right. so that oh. they're like, oh, back right, in two thousand eight, right, right. people were like, what, yeah, the dark mama, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like two polar opposites, are just like
0: the counter counter programming, yeah. and it's it's very specifically like a like movie targeted towards men, movie targeted towards women, mm-hmm. and that like what we saw with Barbie and Oppenheimer, those movies tend like Rising Tide lifts all boats type of right. things, like the counter programming tends to do really well because, um, like theaters get filled up or people want to go multiple times or they had such a great theater experience that they want to go back and see what else is playing or like Barbenheimer, the hype around the two of them kind of like gets swept up together.
1: Um, it's kind of crazy because back then, like, if you think about like, I do not like I miss, I love being able to reserve a seat in a movie and like knowing what movies are when or whatever, but there was like a kind of wild thrill back in the day about, like, going to a movie theater and potentially, like, having a movie sold out and having to go to something else.
0: Right.
2: They kind of don't do that anymore because they just add more theaters. Right. Like, it it doesn't... I think this is, this is like, a post-COVID thing because that... I worked at a movie theater in, like, 2018. Mm. I think when this came out. Or maybe I quit yeah, then. um, But, yeah, it was, like, not like that. People were picking their seats, like, at the theater. There was no, totally. like people going on the app i mean there was a couple but like you just went to the theater and you picked your seats on a little screen or like yeah. even before that you just go and you sit in the front row because like it's and nice. just full. go hang like, out there's yeah. no
1: you, there's no seat yeah. reservations yeah
2: yeah um so anyway mamma
0: mia 2008 did really well it like was hanging in there alongside the dark knight the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor um Brothers, journey to the center whoa. of the earth whoa Oh, yeah. I love that movie! Wow, yeah. what a Journey time to, to be alive! <laughs> I know it totally outgrossed Mummy: Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, which actually did well. It didn't really it do great poor, compared yeah. to its budget, but like that thing still made almost five hundred yeah. million worldwide. So anyway, That's go Mummy! Cr-
1: this comes out in May, you said, or uh, July. July? July for
0: both of them. Perfect. Wow. This is this is the movie that you. Released. It was like movie, exactly yeah. ten years. You yeah. you need to release this in the middle of summer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And have like open bar in the theater like you should you're giving you should be shots able to, as like, people come in pull a lever and wine is like deposited directly yeah. into your cup yes <laughs> um, um mamma mia here we go again cost 75 million a little more expensive budget bump um but mostly i don't know they doubled the cast and i'm sure right. everyone coming back is like give me that I
2: money mean, that's kind of shocking because it's not i mean that's a lot of money but it's not like that much more in no. the Movies grand also scheme of
0: things get more expensive yeah. Yeah, you
2: know?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Production I mean, budget is a little higher in terms of like sequencing and stuff like that. Shares there, <laughs> it yeah.
1: Amanda's also probably pulling in a better quote. Like the first Mamma Mia, like it was really like Mean Girls was kind of her breakout. And then after me, like this and Mean Girls, then she's in like Your Jennifer's Body, Dear John, Letters to Juliet, all Les- you know, Les yeah. Mez, That run. So this yeah. is that's coming. That's this is literally coming after like. She has her. I'm a literal star. Yeah. Early. I love
0: Amanda Seyfried. I we didn't talk much about her, but she's so reliable. And every once in a while, she like they give her a starring role in some terrible movie, and I'm like, you know, know, she's a really good actress. I. It feels like you were the. the, It feels like you were the. She was the twentieth person that you called, and she agreed Mm -hmm. to do it. And you're like, fine. Here's the shitty script, and then she shows up in something like Mank, and you're like, yeah, she's really fucking good.
1: She cooked in Mank. Let me tell you. She cooked. Yeah. Um, or in the dropout where she does that scene where she's she, like walking she in and sings. Yeah. She's that is incredibly really
0: good. Yeah. Um anyway, 75 mil for Mommy. Here we go again and it made all 399 mil worldwide.
1: So a bit of a drop off. We'll take
0: it. But we'll take it. Yeah. Again, never hit number 1, but it doesn't matter.
1: What is so this is Summer 2018?
0: Yes. And what the counter programming was the equalizer to
1: july July. the equalizer 2 what else is what else is in the box office then is it like christopher robin or shit like
0: that fallout releases like the week after christopher robin you are correct the spy who dumped me Mm -hmm. hotel transylvania 3 ant-man and the wasp incredibles 2 Wow, world still hanging around
1: literally how we have changed within 10 years in the film right. industry
0: I, I actually don't want to talk about it um but you know what i do want to talk about is the letterboxd average
1: Uh oh okay
0: all right so flynn well you may we, yeah, we have a Letterbox professional here have uh an advantage here i might but... know the
2: first one i don't know the second one so okay
0: in that case jordan why don't you guess the first one first
1: sure Mamma um, Mia,
0: 2008, average Letterbox rating, go.
1: 3.2.
2: Flynn. Okay, well now I'm like questioning if I do know it, but I think it's a 3.8. Okay. But I'm questioning. It is actually a 3.7. Fuck. Okay.
0: Oh my god. Wait, that's so almost. good. It does have the. <laughs> it has hit. Had it. It has hit the 1 million club though. Over a million members have watched this. Um, and Mamma Mia, here we go again thoughts jordan guesses
1: well i think it's better but now i'm like fuck uh
2: i think the consensus is people don't think it's better yeah but that's maybe I, that's
1: i guess i'm crazy i'll you go are. with like three five
2: flynn i think it's 3.3 3.
0: it's a three four. Right in the middle. Okay. Of all. Okay. We both one, <laughs> and only 518k people have seen it. So a lot more people, way more people than I expected, have seen the first one.
1: It is. So I we had like we talk about like our the I popularity thing. I Kind
0: of assumed that everyone treated them as a package deal, but I guess not.
1: That's Brooke. See, that's what I thought. But like on our list, it's actually kind of like shocking how much higher Mamma Mia is than Mamma Mia. Here we go again in terms of popularity. Like Mamma Mia is yeah. in the top. I don't know half it's like right near the favorite you gotta scroll a bit to get to here we go again which is a little disappointing
2: let's bump those numbers up people it's a good time I think people that like so many people watch the first one just in general mm. but I think people only really watch the second one if they like were a diehard hard Mamma Mia fan and I feel like that's not the case with a lot of sequels mm. like I feel like people watch sequels maybe, maybe I'm just making this up but people just like watch sequels just because they're like it's a movie to watch but i feel like with mamma mia here we go again it's like if you like were a mamma mia fan you were watching it and that's about it but i say let's get those numbers up
1: let's jack those you know? numbers it needs
2: to be one billion next <laughs> yeah more let's, popular let's join than barbie the $1 club. <laughs>
1: more popular than inception or whatever else is up there <laughs>
2: i think yeah. after this podcast it will be
0: yeah, for we sure. try to yeah. it's we call it the QQ bump it's it's you know, it's very famous on mm-hmm. the internet. For sure. Um now let's give our our final say on the matter. Now is it
1: landing on the queer quadrant for you Brooke?
0: It's been a minute since we did a double feature, but usually we give like two yeah. ratings. I think I'm going to end up giving these the exact same rating. I have to be honest with you. I One well. is hornier, but two is gayer. You know what I mean? In different ways, I
1: believe. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, Yeah. Where do you land? Like, what 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 are you going to give it?
0: I'm going to give them both four and a half stars. I have to be (laughs) honest.
1: (laughs) I was not expecting that. Wait, this out of five,
2: right? Yes.
0: (laughs) Let's
1: go. Like, I
2: don't.
0: No, I love this. There's no way that I can necessarily be like,
1: here's why.
0: You know? (laughs) This is the most like, you, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm usually very like methodical. I have facts and figures to back up yes. my reasoning. And Jordan is like the vibes based one. I'm all vibes today. That's beautiful. I, that's just, I that's how, that. that's how I feel.
1: Okay. So two, four and a halves. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I love you. That's nuts. Um, okay. I'm going to, I don't want to be a party pooper. So, you know, no, do it. No, no, no. You know what? Fuck it. Four and a halfs for to What were you you going to do, though? Probably like a three and a half. (laughs)
0: That's fine. You should stick with that.
1: Three and a half. Oh, you know what? Stick to your fucking guns, Jordan. I'm going to say four. I'm going to go four. All right. Because four and a half feels too crazy for me, but I'll go four. Because, I mean, like, there is inherently, like, gay, like, there is a gay there e is plot. a gay. <laughs> there is one There's gay. A gay. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, and ha- a bi, Everything possibly. about Abba. Everything about Cher. I mean, like, there is a lot of queerness to it, and Abba is inherently like one of the gayest things we've talked about ever.
0: I think you should. I think you should. I'll go four. four. I'm
1: gonna say four. I'm gonna say four. Yeah,
0: I... for
2: both. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would. You Jordan. know what? I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna go no. four for the first one. And yep. I'll go four and a half for the second one. There you go. All
0: right. Yeah. I feel like you're just appeasing me, but I'm not I'll, mad about it. I would
1: never just appease you, Brooke. I would never do that. Uh,
0: yes, the fuck you would.
2: Um, Flynn, what are you feeling? Okay, so I feel like I have to judge them differently because I think the first one is like non-intentional, and the yeah. second is like intentional. Because I think of the first one as like a lot of people's like sexual awakenings, but that's like non intentional from their yeah. end we counted oh it could be intentional <laughs> i mean i have never met them before so you never know so i guess okay i'll write them together i'll say four
0: for both of them but i
2: think the the second one could be like borderline four, like 4.25 mm-hmm. okay but i have to like what's the what's the movie at one and what's a movie at five
0: um because i i need to like see.
2: figure this out
0: so some of our most recent five stars have been well the favorite. Um the birdcage, uh, <laughs> Luca girl with the dragon tattoo. We got a we've got God a big spread
1: hanging out like right on the edge of <laughs> right like, up there. The birdcage is so funny.
0: And some rough ones that we've had in the past are I mean, like a Jennifer's Let's see. It's been a five. minute. Yeah, it, it's been a minute. Uh, let's see. We talked about I don't know. It's been so long. The Family Stone was pretty low, even though it should have been higher. Magic's Mike's Last Dance was pretty low, even though it should have been higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stuff like that. Like Bohemian Art, Rhapsody but like, is like our lowest. Bohemian Rhapsody rated. is like a, a zero. Like a oh, yeah. that? <laughs> uh, that's like a. Or uh, I mean, we yeah. just talked about <laughs> I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That was like a. It's true. Complete whiff. In terms of a one, it's 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 not with your gut, you know. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like how much representation there is or isn't. It's kind of like how good or bad is the representation, and it doesn't necessarily need to be like how many gay characters there are and what do they Mm -hmm. do. It can be like this movie just is gay.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, and don't think the subliminal messaging. Yes,
1: (laughs) you will be gay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was to me. But yeah, I just keep thinking about earlier because we were talking about it. But like, this feels like the Dark Knight on one side and mm. Mamma Mia on the other side. Like that's exactly yeah. what I was yeah. thinking when I was reading yeah. it. I like four and four point
1: It's
0: a good I place to it. land. I dig it. Um, hell yeah. Okay, that's Mamma Mia. Flynn, here we go again. Thank you so much for <laughs> being here. Seriously,
2: I could not be more thrilled. Oh, it's- a dream come true movies. to talk about it for two hours. Like, that's all I've ever wanted to do. I'm so glad we can make that dream come true. <laughs> we really? are Next. we
1: are the godmothers of this. So, like, we're the shares, I guess. Or, like, yeah. who are the. Julie,
0: they... You're Julie Walters. I'm Christine <laughs> Uh
1: And don't
0: even uh-oh. pretend that you're Christine Foransky because you're not.
1: Uh, I'm taller. So.
2: Mm, Wait, I so am I Donna? Her...
1: Yes. And I guess that... I'll take the Julie Walder. I mean, you're probably... Because you love you're Pierce probably... Brosnan.
2: Wait, but anyway. who are we of the men?
1: Oh, well, I'm calling first. Jordan
2: is Harry. <laughs> okay.
1: I know that for sure.
2: I feel I think... like... Okay. Just because I defend him so much, I feel like I yeah. deserve to be Pierce Sam. Brosnan. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and And Brooke, you're on a chill. fucking boat.
2: I'm not really, like... I don't know that I would consider myself a fuckboy,
0: boy. Um, but I would like to seduce women on my boat. So,
2: yeah.
1: If we're going. And then, the,
0: and then later get an award for like best person the in best Sweden. best Swede. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> now I'm like, Colin kind of sucks as like a, his life. Like I don't want that. but in No. But his like personality and vibes are good. And yeah. young,
0: young Harry yeah, is joyous. is like one of the most Jordan- moments that I've ever seen what? um Flynn you were gonna
2: say something about next oh I was saying next time when you guys start doing TV shows we're doing Glee excellent
1: <laughs> oh god I don't know because I, I don't TV think...
2: shows are coming on Netflix soon I mean not Netflix on Letterboxd Letterbox. <laughs> yeah which is good because right now I use serialized
0: and I do quite like serialized but I like to have as few apps as possible yeah so
2: yeah It'll be in the mix there. I mean, yeah, I'm excited for it. So we can do Glee. I don't know times.
1: how much I want to reveal about Glee on Mike, even though we have talked about it. I feel Jordan, like. Jordan, you
0: and I have revealed so much to each other. I think it's time for the world to know.
1: I don't know. I
2: don't know. All man. Watching
1: Glee. I would how, love to know. How old were we? Like, or would I have been like.
2: 10, yeah, 13? what year did it go? I was watching it, like, on.
1: Live saying. Yeah,
2: when okay. it was coming out.
1: Glee debuted.
2: Didn't it debut in two
0: thousand
1: nine. Nine. So yeah. I am. I
0: was eight. You're thirteen. I'm thirteen. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, I was that
1: eight. Is too formative of an age, like right yeah. before becoming a teenager. You're like, is my entire personality being shaped by this TV show?
0: Bagley, I I agree that we should we should discuss. Yeah.
2: Every single episode bookmarked.
1: We would wa- I think if we were going to cover Glee, I think we do three episodes of Glee, and you do a season one, season two, season three app, and then you do not do anything else. And then you don't do anymore.
0: Okay. We actually yeah. did talk about the pilot of Glee on true. a Patreon episode for a podcast, like it's 1992, which can only be found behind their paywall. Sorry, Whew. but it was very
2: cathartic to, to talk about it because yeah.
0: it was the
1: very so forward. good the pi- pilot is crazy the Pilot's incredible. okay
2: but the best episode is the britney episode the britney i episode, agree great. and then we are we, i
0: our, think we did talk about this yes our the who the host of the episode phil had the nerve to say the madonna episode wasn't good and i was like the madonna episode is fucking iconic how yeah, madonna dare episode, you fucking great
2: yeah or the your... the kesha the casha episode the tiktok is... and then they yeah. all like threw up everywhere mm-hmm. that's
0: the that's the the blaming on the alcohol episode that's another classic yeah yeah
1: Brooke, what what was your favorite that you said
0: favorite episode yeah of glee i must have said the madonna episode cuz it rocks i also think the one where uh uh cory monteith discovers jesus for <laughs> a whole episode <laughs> is like it, yes. it isn't a, a bad episode but is so ridiculous that i like kind of have to respect it
1: yeah they yeah. touch on
0: everything in glee
1: i mean the gaga app is pretty great
0: the gaga kind yeah of whips. I, the need to, I need to i need to go back and best, i think the britney app yeah. is like a high
2: watermark britney s pierce i'm looking at the, i love the um... fleetwood mac one as well i mean mm-hmm. it's like i think if i watch it too many times it gets like a little boring but i just like i love rumors so mm-hmm. i mean that's a good episode I think and my Santana. F-
0: favorite,
1: San- I mean, cover Santana.
0: they've ever done is Santana's. Cover of Valerie by Amy Winehouse. That was not just, oh, wasn't it just going god. around yeah. on Twitter? I think I just yeah. saw that and recently. Yeah, and I I yeah. said that on the episode because that talk about a sexual awakening. Even though I watched it like a year ago, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! <laughs> you
1: you put yourself back in the closet just to literally yeah. come out of the closet again. If
0: I saw that when I was twelve, it would have been all over once again. I mean, um, the, te- the
1: teenage dream cover by uh like Darren Chris is yeah, like yeah. very deep in my mind. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I was shocked when I found out that he is not gay i, I mean, know you and
1: you and the entire population of the united yes. states I was of america but he's,
2: by the way he's such a straight theater
0: boy though yes. like if you've done okay. theater we all know that guy that everyone assumes is gay and then you find out that he's not and mm-hmm. suddenly it's like fucking black friday sale on the one it straight is. man <laughs> in the theater production it's crazy anyway um <laughs>
2: So we then, went too much into Glee.
0: We no, there's no well such thing. Uh, you rock. We'll uh, find a way to talk Glee with you in the future. I can promise you that. Um, yeah, in do. the meantime, when you're not running the incredible social media world of Letterboxd, where are you up to? Where can people find you? What's new?
2: Um, You can find me on Instagram at my name, Flynn Slicker, and on Twitter at Flynn Slick don't do at flint slicker because that's my old twitter and i don't know how to access it and i don't know how to delete (laughs) the tweets so don't look social media
0: manager extraordinaire
2: (laughs) yes um where can you What else can you find me that's pretty much it and i'm not doing much else besides work and watch movies to be honest after this i'm watching mad max free (gasps) fury road for the first time ever what what yeah i've never seen it oh so... Brooke
1: is about to have like an aneurysm <laughs> on Mike. <gasps> Holy...
2: I didn't know it was like so loved until the new Mad Max trailer came out and everyone on Twitter was talking about it. I was like, Mad Wait, Max, should I be
1: watching these? Like a masterpiece. <laughs> um, Fury it's Road is incredible.
0: It's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. It is. And I've said okay. the Black Swan is my favorite movie of all time for a long time, but I like the Furiosa trailer awakened such a unique emotion in me that I didn't think I was capable of experiencing that I was like, I gotta switch Fury Road to my number one. I'm gonna do it right now, li- live on air.
2: I can't believe this is the first time you're gonna watch it. I oh know. I like had no idea. That- I thought it was <laughs> just like one of those movies that people like, like, but it's just kind of there. It's, and I was like, a- I don't need to watch it. But It's insane how good it is. C- Your mind is about people to People love it.
1: Am I allowed to read our text messages? Cause yeah. I- <laughs> Thursday, 3.49 p.m. Jordan, Furiosa, Brooke, holy fucking shot. Oh, my God. I'm having heart palpitations. I'm I fucking, was... I can't br- believe, uh, like, Luke, Jesus Christ, <laughs> gnawing at the bars of my enclosure.
0: That was the one that really sent you over the edge. <laughs> it
1: was so funny. I was, like, audibly laughing because, like, I could I could feel, like, I, you like, could... knowing you so well yeah. I, in how much Mad Max means to uh, you, it's like yeah. you're shaking the table.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I had to walk around the room like a couple of times. I haven't watched the trailer yet because I'm like, I want to. Oh love... my god!
0: Love... You should definitely watch it after yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, Fury yeah. Road. Oh, <gasps> cat! This is Sorry.
2: Kiki.
1: What a gorgeous, what a
0: great name. Stepping on my. That's okay. it's fine. Cat sighting. Lewin is somewhere. I know in my Jordan's my apartment. cat is somewhere. I do not uh, have a cat, but I will one day. I have two very soon. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Jealous. Um. Yeah. Mad okay, Max, cool. great. Report Mad back. Max, great. Please, like, I I'm will. I'm like, so excited. DM us or okay, something. I'm I, even I more excited now. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to yeah. rock your socks. It is. Um, oh, God, it's so good.
1: But if you hate it, also, don't let us know.
0: I don't think that you <laughs> okay. will, though. Like, honestly. I think it's a yeah. pretty hard movie to dislike unless you, um, like have unless you're you have a weird did thing I ta- about i have told you movies. about like
1: the first time i watched this where i saw it with my mother and my sister on like the second opening night and my mom my sister had not seen a trailer did not know what they were getting in for and, and they didn't like, like it i think my mom liked it my sister was like what the fuck was that really that surprised yeah.
0: me i'm gonna have to have a chat with her um <laughs> do you need to watch, watch like the no first one. you don't need okay, to know good. anything it's no. the first not one seen those. It, it was the only one that i ever watched there's truly nothing that you need to know at all about no. the character of max or about the world the only thing that you need to know it's like a, an apocalyptic wasteland yeah. okay that's it
2: mm-hmm. like there's and it's, some... um who's the guy in it tom, tom hardy, hardy? <laughs> oh my god i love him so much He's i cannot like... wait yeah yeah um you're not
0: ready. Anyway, no. um, enjoy <laughs> this life-changing experience that you're about to have. I'll just be sitting so waiting excited. patiently to hear about it. Um, you can also find us on the internet. We're basically everywhere at Brooke B. Solomon. Jordan H. Gus. And together at Queer Quadrant. That goes for Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, what have you. Um, and you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, anywhere else you get your podcasts. Uh, perhaps an isolated Greek island on which hot men and women abound. If you like this episode, give us a rate. Five tropical cocktails only. I was gonna
1: say, glasses of wine.
0: (laughs) Um, leave us a review. Who is your favorite father?
1: Mm. You should do Um, you should review in song lyrics from ABBA songs. Yes,
0: what are your favorite (laughs) songs? You can uh drop us a subscribe, we need to keep the inn open somehow. Okay, and you can tweet at us, find us on the internet, tell us what you think about these moo. These, these, this episode, Mad Max Fury Road, Glee, anything else that we discussed, and what you might like to see us cover in the future.
1: And Brooke, what are we covering in the future?
0: Oh, God. All right. We're going from a couple of great rom-coms to a very mid-rom-com, but Mm. people have been clamoring for it. That's what we're doing. Two weeks from now, to celebrate the holiday, Mm. the titular holiday, we are covering 2010's Valentine's Day. Wow. Um, Don't ask questions, just tune in.
1: Should, should people watch to get prepared? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, is there anything you would like to leave our three fathers with?
0: Uh, just, you know, the Donna Sheridan lifestyle is the one to live by travel, explore, drink good drinks, sing, and have a shit ton of unprotected sex.